Welcome to another episode of Correct Me If I'm Wrong. My name is Marcus, and uh, I do not have my co-host right now, Kandor Yelier. Hopefully she can jump on at some point in time. But uh, I got a few new guests, a few returning guests. I want to go ahead and introduce everybody. I got my man, Jesse Jones. How you doing, my man? Doing good. How's everything? Sorry. Everything is great, man. Glad to have you back. Glad to have you back. Uh, let's see, Poke is gone right now. Uh, we got a first time guest in my man, Drew. Drew, what's going on, man? What's going on, Marcus? Happy to be here, man. Yeah, man, I, I talked to you, uh, shit, what was it, man? Last summer, couple, something like that, when I was like, man, I really want to have you on. Uh, you know, we finally made it happen, and I feel like this is a good topic to, to have you on. Um... So uh, I appreciate you for joining the show for the first time. Uh, we'll go back up top. I got my man, everybody. Is everybody, everyone, everybody? Everybody hates Pope. I got my man, everybody hates Pope. We're looking for some more of that content, man, for sure. Uh, you actually had the first podcast that I was actually on before I started doing all of this. You know what I mean? You gave me my first invite, so it's definitely appreciated. But poke shit, man. I done lost count. You'd have probably been on what four, five, six, seven, eight shows already. You know what I'm saying? It's always a, always good to have you on. You know, I, I get inboxes and you know people I just be seeing in the streets and they, you know, they 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 speak highly of you. You know, and and you know the things that you have to say. Uh, and last but not least, until you know some other people hop on, I got my man Fifi. Shout out to Talk Shop. What's going on, my man? What's with you, bro? How you been? I'm good, man. You're also another person that I've been trying to get on for a minute. You know, uh, me yeah. and you, we, you know, we've had long overdue, bro. Yeah, yeah, for long sure, overdue, for sure. For you, you've given me some good insight on some things. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm sure there's some other things that, that you could help me out with. Is you know, as far as getting my podcast over the hump. You know what I mean? Don't call away, bro. My man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Fee, I go back with Fee. What shit, man? Fourth, fifth grade, something like that. Yeah, man, fourth grade, man. Yeah, you know, when we, when, when, when them well, Vikings used to beat on them quips. We ain't gonna talk about that right now. <laughs> we ain't talk about that right HHS now. HHS in this motherfucker. <laughs> and then last but not least, we got her back on. I got Miss Tweedy. What's going on, Miss Tweedy? Oh, just shut off. It flash and says content offensive and shut me down. What? That's why I was gone. I have never seen that before. Big brother always watching. <laughs> <laughs> but I ain't even hear nothing ever said, you know, crazy it for real. Anything it just shut down and flash across my screen. Yeah, I, that's the first time for me, man. Uh, I, I like I said, I ain't heard anything uh, that was inappropriate or you know offensive or anything like that. But uh, it's my phone chat. <laughs> right, Jesse, you never had any issues or nothing like that with with, with never. Well, Jesse, no, I, no, I know, no, I know no, your just flash offensive and shut off. Nah. Okay, and, and Jesse, I know your content is a tad bit different from you know. Ooh, <laughs> we're, we're we're not as non-offensive as you would think. That that's true. Okay, <laughs> well, I you, you you are right. You know, for some of the episodes I, I've listened to of yours, you 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 are correct. But uh, I just want to go ahead and get into it. But first, before I do get into it, uh, I just want to ask: Did everybody cast their vote today? I don't vote. Okay. Nah. <laughs> I ain't go. Yeah. 
Uh, I guess I might be the only one that did. Drew, I figured you might be. <laughs> no, no, I voted too. Oh, you voted just in case. I would have. You no, know what no, I'm I, I, I put my vote in too. I know John Fetterman. So, yeah, but I, you know what I'm saying? It's not like I'd be voting out of England. Like, that's my, that's my boy. Like, yeah, I was going to. If Benson voted, like, ran, I would have voted for her. But I know her. You know what I'm saying? I was going Outside tro- of that, though. I was going troll on Facebook and uh, let everybody know I voted all Republican. You know, just to, <laughs> just to see what uh, <laughs> just to see what kind of feedback <laughs> I would get. <laughs> we know what we get with them. Yeah, you know. That's a fact too. That's a fact. Yeah, but yeah, I just had to ask that. But let's go ahead and get right into it, y'all. As y'all can see at the bottom of the screen, I've got the topic. Uh, you know, we want to talk about what's been going on with Kanye and, and Kyrie Irving. Uh, do you side with Kanye and, and Kyrie? Uh, the reason that I'm doing this a little bit later is because I like for things to kind of play out, you know what I mean, before I just hop on it and start talking about things. And I feel, from my opinion, uh, it's a little better that way because so many different things develop, you know, over the days, over the weeks, and, you know, just gives you kind of more content to talk about. But, uh... Let's start out with Kanye, y'all. Uh, Kanye West, yay, whatever we want to call him, um, has been dropped by a lot of sponsors and what have you. Uh, what what they say he lost? How much money did he lose? A, a billion dollars in a few days? Half a billion. Two. Two? Half a billion. Half a bill. I thought it was two between the two. No, uh, I, I heard it was, it was a half a billion. All right, well. Well, let's just say it like this. He lost more money than probably majority of us, or yet all of us may ever, may ever make. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So uh, let, let, let's go ahead and get into it now. Did you guys watch uh, the Drink Champs interview with Kanye? Anybody watch it in full? You watch it in full? Okay. All right, now... Now again, oh, cool. I, we I, it was some discussion had before we you know we went ahead and and started recording, uh, but my question has always been, I didn't hear anything anti-Semitic that Kanye said. You know, even going you know I didn't watch the full thing, but I, you know I went and watched some of the clips of it. You know, and I, I think the important parts of 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 what he was saying, and I didn't hear anything that was. <clears throat> hateful or any kind of prejudice because that is the definition of anti-semitic correct or you know correct me if i'm wrong you know what what is the definition of being anti-semitic or anti-semite if anybody wants to go ahead and and answer that go ahead poke uh legitimately i'm, I'm looking at it right i'm trying to look it up right now okay well um essentially it's it's, it's something whenever you you stereotypes against Jews. Like they're tight with money. They're um let me see. Like there's true businessmen. So in that sense, Kanye did um he pretty much everything he said was anti Semitic. Everything he said. Yeah, pretty much. About the Jews Jews. Okay. They, they- I'm sorry, I'm getting the echo, so it's kind of based upon the little definition of it. Yeah, hold on, Drew. Are you, are you on speakerphone? 
I am using a headset. Okay, your headsets usually work a little bit better. I don't know. You know, I know when they say people have a, on speakerphone or something like that, you get an echo. I'm not sure. Yeah. But uh, I'm sorry, Jesse, go ahead. I was going to say, based upon the literal definition of anti-Semitic, yes, he, everything he said was anti-Semitic. Based upon, how, in context, how it's supposed to be viewed, no. But the literal definition of anti-Semitic is prejudiced or hostile toward Jews. And so they, if you take his tone, not so much his words, if you take his tone into context and consideration, I could see how people may think he was hostile, but legit, as far, the things I know about Kanye, and I'm not a huge hip-hop head, what I, I know about Kanye, he's always kind of talk. And so, upon the little definition, they, 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 could, they could call it that, but he didn't say anything that was degrading or disrespectful, per se, to the Jews. Not that I heard anyway. All right, Polk, you, you want to piggyback off that? Uh, yeah, uh, so first of all, he did say something that was actually, we should all agree, was anti-Semitic. And I don't know why this keeps going over our heads, but if it was said about us, we would be pissed off. For example? Well, number one, well, he said, Go ahead, go ahead, Pope. Go ahead, Pope. He did say, I'm about to go DEFCON on the Jews. Which means what? Well, it means that he's putting them all in the same basket. If but I, a white man, if, if Donald Trump said, I'm about to go deaf on the black, we wouldn't be sitting here talking about what does that mean? We'd be like, that's racist as hell. You can't say I'm about to go deaf on all the Jews. What? That's crazy. And that was a really dumb comment. And that, that is anti-Semitic. But secondly, secondly, when he spoke about them, he put them all in the same basket. He said the Jews over and over and over and over and over. He never even took a second to say, you know what, some of these Jews, or most of these Jews, or the Jews are in power. He literally said, the Jews. So those are the mistakes that he made. I mean, I, listen, if it was the other way around, if it was the other way around, and Donald Trump was talking about us, and he said the blacks are poor, or the blacks are lazy, or the blacks don't do this, or the blacks don't do that, we would be pissed off, man. And we wouldn't be sitting here talking about what you want to talk about all of us. Uh, you mean saying it outright, saying it, or saying it without saying it? Because he said it without saying it a thousand times. Well, he but he, but he literally said it a thousand times too. He he literally yeah. said the Jews, and that's a big time mistake because there are good God fearing Jews out there that don't do those things that he was talking about. We do all understand that the power structure, the elite, and most of them may do that, but there are some good good Jews out here that don't do that. So you yeah. can't put everybody in the same basket. That was a mistake. Whenever you're talking about anything racial, you got to be on point because they could take anything that you say and say, boom, I got you right there. So he oh, wasn't yeah. on point and he should have never said I'm about to go death on the Jews. That was real stupid. So saying I'm going, I'm about to go DEFCON 3, I, I am, am from the definition that I've seen, that is preparing for, for, I was gonna say. for what, for, to, to protect yourself? If, if, am I wrong? Yeah, you're wrong. Listen, Mark, yeah, it, listen, it, listen to me. It's a, it's a, what is it, a level, a level of defense? Hold on, no, no definition matters. Let's, let's think about it like this. If a white person said, I'm about to go DEFCON 
on the black people. First of all, we're not going to look up no definition of death DEFCON. Because the bottom line is you shouldn't be putting up a defense against all black people. There's no reason to go DEFCON against all people. That was the mistake. That was a mistake. Wait a minute. Are you really saying that we can't agree that that was a mistake? I, I agree because you categorize everybody. Yeah, when you're, put, right. when you're putting everybody in the same box, yeah. I will say, uh... Yeah. Exactly. I, I wouldn't call it a mistake. Okay. Hold on, y'all, real quick. We got another guy who, you know, another guy just came in. My man, Niggas Trent. What's going on, man? Uh, you still you, you still down in Mississippi? Yeah. yeah All right. Yeah, I now, I, I know that you've had a whole lot to say on social media when it comes to <laughs> <laughs> to this topic. And I think your 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 view may be a little different than, you know, some of the people's on the panel. Uh, but I saw you shaking your head, you know, what I mean, when we were talking about, you know, the DEF CON and, you know, was it a mistake? Drew, you also said you didn't believe it was a mistake. Uh, but I want to go with you, with you, my man, uh, Negus Trent. Uh, how, how, how you feel? Uh, I think that words are powerful and they have meaning. Context is just as important as the words that you speak. So, a person says something, right? You're confused on what their context is as to why what, why they said what they said or what they're trying to get across. And they explain it to you. And you just completely refute it and put your own thing on it. You undermine your own point. Because you're not trying to get an understanding of what the person is saying. What you're trying to do is to emotionally validate how you feel about whatever the person said. That's how I feel about the DEFCON. And then what was the second thing he was just talking about? He said something. Man. He said, oh, yeah. He said it's bad to speak in generalities when applying it to race, right? That's what he said. So uh, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think if you're speaking on things that are credible, the majority of the people of a certain group are the ones that are doing something that needs to be called out, then so be it. You know what I'm saying? We don't have a problem when they say, you know, uh, black people have a problem with black-on-black uh, -black violence. We'll say that in a drop of a dime. We were just saying it all uh, last week when takeoff got killed. You get what I'm saying? Black people don't sit together. We start, we make, we we throw out all type of generalizations and apply it to ourselves. But when no, it comes I don't agree down, with that. When it comes down, regardless if you agree with it or not, it's a fact. That's nah. So when it comes down to it, it, when it comes down to us applying it to another group that has systematically disenfranchised us for decades, and all of a sudden it's a problem. I don't understand how people want celebrities to speak up and speak on the things that celebrities have been speaking on for, for years, for decades, on why why they can't help progress the black people. As soon as they do, half of the black people speak against those people and act like everything they're saying are wrong. And all of a sudden they care more about the people that, that, that profit and puts in immense amount of effort into oppressing them more than they care about the people who, you know what I'm saying, are trying to progress that are of our group. Now the, the, the transgressions or the things they might have said that was wrong or could have been coonish, as we could say. You get what I'm saying? Now now those things are worse than the things that those people have been doing for decades. I just don't understand people's perspectives when it comes to that. You get what I'm saying? I feel like it should be prioritized. But I'm letting go ahead and speak because I, I want to hear his uh, rebuttal. I, 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 Pope, I want to I hear what Drew was saying, and then I'm going to come to you, Pope. 
Hey, but as long as you come back, nah, I but, really got my thought out. You know what I mean? But no, 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 no. We'll come straight. We'll come straight I'm, back. I'm gonna just try to keep. I'm gonna try to keep it short because I'm getting a bad of that though. But um, no, all respect, brother. I just don't agree with what when you said that we do that to ourselves and we generalize ourselves because um, I don't live in that kind of that area where black people. Can't really black hear black black black. Mic kind of let me um, let me let me try to fix that. Can you hear me better now? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, All right. Yeah, so yeah. I don't really live in those environments where black people put down other black people or bring up black and black black um, violence. Um, for the, my experience is that we try to um, find solutions to things like that and not try to point the finger or say um, where I got from your tone is it seemed like you said two wrongs make a right where it's um, okay because we generalize ourselves. Now you got to take things as individuals and. I think that's where Kanye, I'm not going to call it a mistake because I think Kanye was calculated and I think that he meant everything that he said. I just think that he was overconfident and thought he was untouchable. Um, so, nah, you got to be able, if you have an issue with the Jewish people or a certain set of people, you got to name those people and not try to generalize it across everybody. And uh, he thought that he, he wasn't touchable or he was Teflon and he obviously wasn't because um, he's lost more than anybody in the situation just from the flirt. Well, let me ask you a question. Since you disagree with my perspective on a lot of things, right? Does the black community have a problem with with, with violence? Yes, yeah, a problem. That's a generalization. No, it's not a generalization. You can look statistically as a it fact. Is. For me saying, for, for me saying That's that exactly we got to fix. Here, no, 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 yeah. no. You said that we bring that up and we speak upon that negatively on ourselves. And no, that's not what. That's not what. That's not what I'm. That's not my point. No, that's not what you said either. Go ahead. No, no, I think I think you missed. I think you missed a part of what he said because he said he literally said that that it, it, in context he was saying that we bring it up, but when we bring it up, we bring it up, and it is a generalization because when we speak about it, we're speaking about all black people as opposed to certain certain people are saying most. And he was saying that Kanye did the same thing with the facts that he had. He brought up all Jews with the facts that he had. And so we have right. a problem and with the Jews, with, with it being said about Jews, but not about blacks. It's a, it's a, it's no, there there I, are two sides I, of the same point was, in terms of how he presented his argument. I said is that all black people don't live in that, that space because I don't live in that space. Um, the black people that I'm close to, we don't we don't speak up negatively upon black and black violence. We acknowledge the issue, but we try to look for it as a solution. Like the, the, the so, difference so is, is, is the tone and the negativity. Go, go ahead, Polk. I, I want to get to Polk real quick. You muted, man. You muted, dog. You, 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 you muted, dog. You got to unmute yourself. Um, I just wanted to finish my point really quick. I promise I'll be, I'll be quick. But I wanted to say something before we went down a slippery road. So the brother just said, you know, do black people have a problem with black and black crime? And the brother said, yeah. And he said, well, you know what? That's a generalization. This is the thing. There's nothing wrong with good generalization. Nobody's ever going to be upset if you say, you know what, Asian people are good-looking people. Uh, nobody's going to be upset if, they, if you say, you know what, Mexican people are very, very smart. The problem is when you have bad generalizations. That's a no-go. You don't do that one. You don't say, yo, these people are thieves. These people are liars. These people do this. Because then you need to prove what you're saying. Okay? But I want to get to my point. What I was trying to say is, you got people 
that should be speaking on these topics, and you got people that should never be speaking on these topics. You got people that are speaking on these topics from a place of humanity and peace and justice and freedom for people, and then you have people that are speaking on these topics from selfishness. Kanye West, really, at the end of the day, is just mad that he's not in these circles of people. If Kanye West was in these circles of people the way he wanted to be in these circles of people, then he wouldn't have said none of this. But the issue is he can't get in these circles of people the way he wants to get into these circles of people, and so now he's just going to tell on everybody. And that's why it comes out the wrong way. When you hear a brother like Minister Farrakhan speak on anti-Semitism or Jews, you can be like, damn, that was good. That was good. But when Kanye West speaks on it, he makes mistakes, big-time mistakes, because it's coming from the wrong doggone place. And one last point. Kanye West is going through a divorce right now. He's Because everybody talks about mental illness, but he's going through a divorce right now. He lost his family. And they say that divorce is the second most traumatic experience a person could go through after death. But not only is he going through that, he's going through a public divorce. He's going through seeing his, his, his ex-wife be with another guy. He's going through his ex-wife picking up his kids. The point that I'm trying to say is he's going through a whole lot of traumatic stuff. The question that I have is, the question that I have for you is this. If Kanye West still had his family, if Kanye West was in good graces with his in a happy marriage, if Kanye West was uh, getting along with the Jewish people the way he wants to, and I keep saying the way he wants to because when you make $2 billion, you have exceeded what most people have done. But what, I say, what I'm saying is the way he wants to, all right? If everything was going well for Kanye West, none of this shit would have came up. He would have never opened his mouth to say none of this stuff. But what I'm trying to say is he said all this stuff because he's going through a traumatic time in his life. Things ain't going well for him, and he's mad. And much like children, much like children, when they don't get what they want, they tell on everybody. They start screaming. Everybody's going to get, oh, 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 I'm getting in trouble? So are you. And these are the mistakes that he made. Why didn't Kanye say all this stuff when things were going great for him? What I like to what I like to reference, though, is the song, and, and I, I could be way off, but the song that he made, well, I don't know, I can't remember what year that was, but Can't Tell Me Nothing when he said, wait till I get my money right. So was this a thing of I finally got my money together, I got my money right, and now I'm just gonna say what the fuck I want to say? That's exactly. I I, I would I would I again, again though, I, I would completely believe that if he had done this, and his marriage was right, mm-hmm. and his life was right, but why did he wait until his life is unraveling? <clears throat> this, we, we, we cannot we cannot minimize this. When I Can I make this, a point? Go go ahead, Fee. Oh, who was that, Drew? That was yeah. Okay, go ahead, Drew. Speaking about Kanye specifically, he has a history of making stupid like remarks like this. Ever since 2005, whenever because he says what he wants to. Um, I don't think that his his personal life has much to do with it. I think that if he doesn't get his way, he just lashes out. I think mental health does have a little a lot to do with it. I think that his marriage um may make make I don't know what happened to Drew. I can't hear you. Yeah, he got cut out. I think his phone cut out. But but we're say, we're saying the same thing. Hey, let me hold on. Let me respond to what you said, bro. You've been saying a lot. Let me respond. 
Number one thing, right? You said that uh, people should be speaking on things that they had no business speaking on. You know, everybody has a right to speak. Freedom of speech is a really big thing. It's under attack right now. The same thing yeah. that it undermines the very platform that you're on and the very topic that we're speaking on. Second of all, the reason why Kanye spoke the truth is completely irrelevant of the validity of the truth. Who cares the reason why he did it? Is what he's saying correct? Yeah. Yes. Third, third point I want to make is Jews have always exported black celebrities for decades. True. Plenty of black celebrities before now have came out and spoke against Jews exploitation uh business practices upon against the black people. That's it's been happening for decades, bro. So I don't understand how people are just trying to make it seem like it's just Kanye that came out and spoke against this type of shit. You get what I'm saying? And uh good and bad is subjective. So especially when you apply it to a system. So you can sit there and say you can't speak in generalities. If that's the case, when you go to go to work and you have a problem with upper management, you ain't got no right to say nothing to them people. You get what I'm saying? Because from their perspective, it's good. Whatever they say is good. Whatever they say is right. You get what I'm saying? Because you're not in a position of power. When you you have to be able to, to see things and how they affect you. You just can't see how things affect your emotions. You get what I'm saying? You got to understand the strategy. You got to understand the solution. You just can't understand the way that these things make you feel. You know so, what I'm saying? So you just said that he said the truth. What he said was right. So let me ask you one question. Was he right about George Floyd not being killed by that police officer? Was he right that George Floyd died because of fentanyl? Was he right? Moving the goalpost. No, I'm not saying that. I'm not moving no, the goalpost. That's exactly what he, that's what he said. And I'm asking you, was he right about, about that? the dude. No, oh, okay, well, so, that's that, okay that's so let me get this right. Let me get this right, y'all. So he was telling the truth about the Jew, but we all yeah. know he told a lie about our brother George Floyd. Is that what you I saying? agree. I agree, but okay, then, then, then I'm done. <laughs> okay, so oh, now, so listen. now, check this out. Check this out. So now I can take it to a whole nother level. Why don't we love Donald Trump then? Because Donald Trump says some truth. He says some truth. I don't hate Donald I, Trump. I got another one for you. The KKK. They say some truth. Candace Owens, she says some the KKK truth. KKK said that was true. She says some truth. Oh, it, it's, it's not. It's not. But it's not about. It's not about no, no, saying some. Around, it's about what KKK truth you're saying compared to the person that okay, you're saying it to. Getting away from the. One of them. Yeah, I, I knew right. Hold on, hold on. Oh, yeah. Man, he recording this, man. You can run it back, man. <laughs> hey, man. Man, let me let me ask you something. Let me ask everybody on the panel something. Because he just got done talking about your feelings and stuff like that. Are you are you guys telling me that the KKK doesn't say anything that's true? Yes, that's exactly what I'm telling. I mean, Poke, if you want to get if you want to give us an example, give us an example. An example, an example is they preach that we need to keep our race here. We don't want to mix races because we won't be here long if we do. That's the fucking truth. How's that the truth? That's subjective. That's Everybody doesn't believe that. To us. No, it's not pertaining to them. 
Time out. It's time no, no. About the, he's like the KKK race. will say that they that <laughs> both sides that every race needs to stay with their own self. He's absolutely right. The KKK says they will say they say every every race needs to stay with their own self, and because if they don't, they will be, they won't be here after so many years. It, it, and and in terms of the actual race itself, not in terms of humankind, but in terms of white race, black race, Mexicans, uh, uh, Italians, whomever, if if there is a certain amount of pureness to the to the bloodline. After a while, you dilute it so much the bloodline doesn't count. It is no longer uh, is no longer counts. So in, in that context, we have the mother gene, dog. That uh, that will never happen. Yo, can can we take a step back, though? Can we take a step back? Because I think we're getting. Let me try this. Let me try this. Let me try this. Yeah, hold on. Real quick. Real quick. I'll take the KKK off the table. They lie about Because that's not the point. Yeah, the KKK wasn't the point. The okay, point was that... Let, let, me, let me finish what I'm saying. Candace Owens, we don't like her and we call her a coon. She definitely tells some oh. truth. In fact, in fact, Candace Owens and Kanye West have the same message right now. So mm-hmm. what, I'm trying, what I'm trying to say to you is a lot of people say some truth. But Marcus's first question was, did y'all watch the whole interview? I watched the whole interview. And yes, Kanye told some truth about them. But the brother chose to lie on our brother George Floyd. So why, why is it that we're we going to sweep that? You're not lying on okay. George Floyd. Okay. And, 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 and also, one last point. One last point. He told the truth that we already freaking knew. It ain't like he, he ain't break some crazy knowledge. Every single, everybody exploits us. We know this already, Kanye. You ain't got so a lot let me, of let me say, I didn't want to say one thing, right? So if that's the case, one, we already know that's a lie, man. They already did the autopsy. George Floyd died. However, he did have drugs in the system. And just because a person is black doesn't mean they can't have a difference of opinion. And that shouldn't just be, that shouldn't be uh, enough, you know, of a reason to just completely just say somebody's opinion on something does not matter. You get what I'm saying? Then when it comes down to uh, uh, what was the what was the one the thing you talk, we talked about beforehand, man? Uh, I was saying that just because you, just because you tell some truth don't mean that it's okay. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, I, hey, listen, listen. My, my, my woman come in the house at six o'clock in the morning, and she come back yeah. and say, "Baby, I was with my girlfriends. We went to eat after the club." She told me some truth, but she didn't tell yeah. me that she was smashing old dude after that. But she well, told me I some hope. truth though. But the, but does, is the is the truth that Kanye didn't tell? Does that does that hurt us? No, no I, it's, a, it's a lie on George exactly. Floyd, our brother. You it's you a, it's making a lie on a brother that died, man, and he's justifying bro, that, a white supremacist killing a brother. Hey, man, that is, I don't, I'm being real with you, bro. That I don't, don't think even it matter. hurts. I don't think it personally hurts. Go ahead, us. go ahead, Mr. It Lady. hurts him because he's not credible in anything he says. But his actions right now is affecting. Kyrie, because I believe they based their decision about Kyrie off of what Kanye. I think he's feeling the gist of Kanye. No, them dudes always respond like that. They troll, they rolled Nick Cannon out there. You know what I'm saying? And made sent them on an apology tour way before Kyrie or Kanye said something. Quote. Yeah, but Nick 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 Cannon's a different animal. I, I can't put. Listen, hold on, bro. No, nah, no, nah, you you can't put Nick Cannon in the same in the same category as Kanye and Kyrie. 
because because what Nick no no because what Nick Cannon said what what Nick Cannon said what he what he what he said it's who he had on there and what they directly said about the Jews. That's a whole different thing than what Kanye and Kyrie said. I go go ahead do your go ahead do your thing. I just I want to know. I, can you explain? Can, can, can you? Right, right, right. But not. Nah, I, I got a question for you though. So we speaking about what Kanye said about the Jews is right, and the Jew like. Can you explain to me what, what what everything that he said that was right about the Jews? Less than that, yeah. He said one thing wrong, 
that they disagree with all could be completely false. So what? How does that erase all of the truth that he said? I, I just don't understand that. You know what I'm saying? It, it doesn't make sense to me, man. Let me go. Uh, let me get Jesse real quick, Poke, and then we'll come. We'll come to you. Go ahead, Jesse. So to me, here's the thing. It, it it's not whether or not Kanye said one thing false or not. It's not even in totality what he said during the Drink Champ interview that got him canceled. This is a piling on of stuff. This is Kanye being Kanye for so long that people have finally said we're sick of it, and he hit the right button that people like oh, that caused people with money and power to be like. Okay, now, too much. If if Kanye had just said what he said in the Drink Champs interview and hadn't had a history of this, he'd be in the same boat that Cube was because Cube wasn't really eradicated for what he said. Michael Jackson wasn't too much eradicated for stuff he said. They're, the the Jews have power and run Hollywood and run the entertainment industry and media is a running stand-up joke from, from thousands of different stand-ups, from hacks to, to some of the greatest stand-ups of all time. It's nothing that has never been that has not been public, private, uh, on uh, in entertainment platforms and in interviews for, for forever. So it's not just that. It is the fact that Kanye has been Kanye and doing Kanye stuff for quite some time. Now, to me, the bigger issue is whether or not we gonna we gonna deal with this brother and side with this brother in terms of are we gonna keep letting stuff like this happen? Because it seems to me. Stuff like this, whether he's right or wrong, stuff like this only happens to us. It don't happen to all these other folks. I was saying off air, or before we got on the podcast, before we went on air with the podcast, this is slightly deriving, but it's not. We got Brett Favre out here who has actually caused legitimate harm, lost nothing. Meanwhile, Kanye has, has lost millions. Kyrie has lost millions. Uh, the coach for the, uh, for the Boston Celtics, for having an affair that was consensual, he lost millions, but Brett Favre still got to keep all of his money. Like it's a, so I, I get that we're that that we're doing the semantical dance of what Kanye said versus the Jews and this, that, and the third. I get all that. It can be important to be honest. Care less. There's, I care there, more there, about the fact that we there's got nobody two happier than two out there. There's nobody happier than Brett Favre right now. You know what I'm saying? He, I'm sure he is so happy. That all of this Kanye and Kyrie stuff is happening, so he can he kind of fly under the radar. You know what I'm saying? So, and my question is, how did it take the light off of him for an opinion? This, both of these brothers, right, wrong, indifferent, factual or infactual, had an opinion that didn't really cause harm to anyone other than maybe their feelings were hurt. Brett Favre took money from an entire state of disinformation franchise poor folk and put it into a building where his daughter goes to help benefit his daughter and he's out the news meanwhile these two cats have lost millions of dollars for an opinion Kyrie put up a put up a link to a movie that he didn't star in he didn't write he didn't produce he wasn't the the uh the the studio behind but he gets he gets crucified Meanwhile, everybody else involved with it, nothing happens to them. So, like, I get where we're at with the with the. Say again, Quinn. Here, sorry. And I was just about to say that because even though you know Brett Favre did what he did, 
we never really seen the dominant society media really bash him. Why you think they ain't go with Jeff Bezos? They not. And yeah. that's when it comes down to yeah. like, 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 like. He's still on there. He's still profiting from it. Like niggas was saying. We are always. It's, it, it, they stay. They. That's that's what I envy about the dominant society. And I've said this on on other shows before. Even if they don't like each other, they still find a way to stay on code and stick together when they need to. And then you have us who do things, you know can. what I mean? And we, and we just kind of want to keep bashing and bashing and bashing. It's like, 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 like I'm not yeah. a big fan of what LeBron said. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, now some people said that LeBron got paid to, you know, Nike paid him to say whatever he said or to not say certain so things. So, and, and my thing is just like, because, I mean, when we're talking about the Kyrie thing now, though, but it's, you know, if that's your mans and all of that is, you know what, you know, he, he, he said what he said, I don't really have a comment on it. That's, that's the way I would have liked LeBron it's to handle because, that situation. Go ahead, Pope. Be quiet. It's because we're not used to having anything. Let me, let me, the dominant society is used to having stuff. Mean, I'm sorry, Pope. You yeah, just no, let me, let me sorry, go ahead and see what Pope just said. You stepped on my and bed. Then, and ahead, then Fifi, I'm, I'm coming to you after, after, after Pope. Yeah, you're on mute, bro. All right, so this is the thing. I'm listening to some things that were said. And now, at this point, I, I, I kind of forgot. But one thing I remember is people were saying that he had an opinion, okay? To that, I say he didn't have an opinion. He accused all Jews of being bad people. That's not right. But secondly... When it comes to, you know, black people always bashing each other and other races, they don't got to go through none of that stuff. They, they, they stay on code, right? Okay, well, in this country, we're the only ones that are infiltrated. We are the only race in this country that actively um, have agents having us go against each other. We're the only ones where they active, actively at war with us at all times, okay? So it is actually imperative that we do recognize wrong behavior. That's very important that we recognize wrong behavior. We can't just be supporting people just because they black. Oh, well, he black, so I'm staying on code. And with that being said, Marcus, I don't know if you paid attention to my Facebook page, but I'm never going to get on my Facebook page and dog brother Kanye West. Even though I'm on this podcast right now saying how displeased I am with him, I've never like trashed him or nothing like that on my Facebook page. Okay, so I do not like how the Jew, I do not like how they are treating him. I do not like the treatment. I don't like how they 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 taking his money. I don't like how they dragging him all around the place. I don't. I don't like how they treating him. But both things could be right. I don't like how they treating him, but I also see the mistake that he made. The brother Negus said in the very beginning, we have freedom of speech. Everybody should be able to talk. That is very 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 true. But you have consequences for what you say too. It's not like you could just say whatever you want to say with no consequence whatsoever. Yeah, of course you can say whatever you want to say, but you have consequences, especially when you're not that speaker. See, for instance, I, I'm on this I'm on this panel right now speaking about this. You know why? Because I put a lot of attention into this. This is what I read about. This is what I listen to. I listen to scholars about this. I I, I pay attention to this type of stuff. I feel like I'm well versed and I can speak on this. Kanye got out there with emotion and made a mistake. And I'm giving the brother the props and saying it was a mistake. But we can't sit here. Look, we got boys. We got young men. 
we can't sit here and, and, and not teach our boys, look, this is a teachable, teachable moment here. Now, what if your son, your son became a billionaire, a billionaire? He has the power to get grocery stores, uh, schools, uh, banks, anything, and, and make a real impact and a historical impact in life. And he messed around and lost $2 billion in two days for a statement that, as Brother Jesse said, won't mean nothing in a couple months. It won't even mean anything in a couple months, and you lost $2 billion in two days over that. That means that's stupid. That means you're losing. That wasn't smart. That wasn't a good idea. There was a better way to do what he wanted to do. I loved his intentions. I loved his intentions. And he was right about what he was saying about them, okay? But he did it the wrong way. And we got to be able to pull our sons to the side and say, you know what? You see what they did? That was the mistake that he made. He wasn't well-versed in what he was talking about, and he was being emotional. And he waited till he was going through one of the most traumatic times in his life to speak on this. Speak on things when you're happy. Speak on things when, when, when your life is going well. And then you'll see what someone's intentions are. But I just want to make it clear. I, 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 I'm not bashing the brother Kanye. I'm simply saying there were some mistakes made, and, he, and, and him and the Kyrie situation, to me, it's totally different. Go, go ahead. Let me let me let me get Fifi real quick, and then I come I come I come back to you. All right, man, it was uh, like Pope said. It was a lot of shit that I wanted to say, but <laughs> it was a lot going on. But to to touch on what Pope was just saying, I was waiting for you to say whether or not you felt like he went about it the wrong way, because I feel like if you would have said that at the beginning. Then a lot of the outside the the wayward conversation would have went a different way because I wasn't getting what you were saying until you said that. But <clears throat> like we touched on like like Jesse touched on a couple things in his popping up and uh, Trent too. Like Kanye been doing this for a long time. It this isn't this isn't something that's new because he wasn't. He was he wasn't really going through anything when he said George Bush don't like black people. Kanye was at the at the height of he was at the pinnacle of like his stardom when he was trying to tell us about what was going on when he was over overseas with his fashion and how they was trying not to let him get in and like do his, do what he do. You know what I'm saying? Like he he's been speaking on shit like this for a long time. He just so like, like you said, Marcus, with the old old money right thing. You know what I'm saying like it was it was time now. Like y'all go listen to me now, just because. So like he he lost two billion, give or take. He still worth four after that. But I don't feel like we stay on code as far as. Even if we don't agree with it, don't bicker about it in public. You know what I'm saying? You got to keep that in-house. Like You can't be because it's algorithms on here that, that generate things for other people to know how we feel about it without us even, without us even voicing it before we do it. Because they put, they, they put it to where 
all these all these things pop up about Kanye because people are talking about Kanye on your timeline. So you're gonna see all of that. It's gonna generate that and all that negative. You're gonna see everything negative that people have something to say about it. But nobody's talking about how we can how we can take this and move forward with it. No matter how he went about it, it doesn't have to. It like no war is ever like sugar and sprinkles and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like he, I look at it as him casting the first stone. Now, as far as the things that he said about George Floyd, absolutely wrong. You know what I'm saying we all watched it. If y'all didn't, I did. It was a lot. It was enough in there to kill somebody that that wasn't used to doing it, and he was, you know, what I'm saying he was well over the weight limit and all of that. It was a whole bunch of technicalities, but we know that that was that wasn't cool. I don't agree with that, but I don't. I also agree with him when he was saying nobody was saying anything about this, and he ain't have no type of backing when. He was going through what he was going through. People were joining in in the crazy talk, like, and if anybody's been in been in a situation where they where they had they had the chance of losing their kid, you know what I'm saying? Like you would die before somebody take your kid from you. So it's like, how can you judge him on something that he's going through? Everybody deals with something in a different way. You can't put everything, you can't put your ideals or your rationalizations on somebody else or how you're supposed to operate because everybody has a moral compass right and wrong. You don't have to like touch a stove more than once to know that it's hot. Or, you know what I'm saying? I don't want nothing to happen to me, so I ain't gonna like try to do nothing to somebody else. You don't you don't need like anything to tell you that. So it's like I unless, feel like, unless your name is Tank, sometimes he feels like you got to do things multiple times to see if you like it or not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, boy. But go ahead, my fault. <laughs> it's all good. But, like, I feel like if everybody, if everybody would stop talking about it as far as what he did, what he did wrong, and what he did right, like Pope said, we can we can build on that because I feel like it was it was deeper than what it is about the the Jews, him saying that Jews run like the media run the entertainment industry, like these things that's been said already. I think it's more so on like him sent him having that dog whistle to people that know that where we come from and who we are. That's what they're afraid of. So, and it's easier to show them that the entertainment, the entertainment industry can and will shut him down than to really let you know about the spiritual war that's going on that he's trying to fight within himself for one and the demons that he got going on with him. So <clears throat> I think everybody should take a step back and look at it objectively. Well at least from like what I've been seeing on my timeline and, and I hate that I see people that be like I'm not I don't understand 
what was going on. I don't, I don't even want to like, I don't even want to hear about it. But it's like, take the time to listen to the interview because he explains everything to you. And then as you go on that apology tour, you see all these, these other things, that little tidbits that he chose, like about the list with every executive that runs every other company. I don't know if y'all seen that video with the red, uh, the, uh, the spreadsheet. You seen that yet? No, I didn't see that. Yeah, so he was saying, like, he even said in that video, he was like, if I got to send that whistle, you know what I'm saying? Like, he was like, I'll blow that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I, I see that he see how he went about it and in his backtracking, he's trying to correct it and still let you know what's going on. But we so wrapped up in the, the craziness and the spectacle that's built around it because black people want something to entertain them at all times. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I don't think power out right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, love and hip-hop and shit ain't on right now, so they need some type of entertainment. And, and this is what that is. It's, 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 a, it's a circus, and we're watching it. We're seeing somebody tell us that this is the circus. This is what they're doing inside the circus. They're giving you the script. You know what I'm saying? It's like watching wrestling and knows, knowing everything that's going to happen because you see him talking. You know, like, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? Boom, suplex. So it's like... I mean, I'm going to let somebody else go because I, I don't want to get on the tangent, but go ahead, Jesse. Go, go ahead, Jesse. I got to respond. I got to get my computer up. I mean, put my charger up to the laptop. I think that's... Well, uh, I wanted to respond to Polk. I, I think there's something awesome. Go ahead, go ahead, Doc. Polk said that Kanye uh, spoke on all Jews. That's one of the things that he said. He did not speak on all Jews. He specifically said he was speaking on Jews in the entertainment industry. I just want to clear that up. Within the, you know, the Hollywood publicity. He didn't say all Jews moved, moved that way. Then I said, uh, why do you think white people don't put a lot of you said white you said that black you said we need to put more focus uh on when people do something wrong in the black community so my question is why do you think that white people don't do the same hold on so why do you think the white people don't do the same exact thing with their people in their community you know what i'm saying take for instance Dave Bezos. take for instance jeffrey epstein take for instance brett hall they all learn to sweep it under the rug they're going to always showcase the good things and the, and the best angles of their people. Maybe they're always going to push them forward. And then when they do something wrong, they're always going to protect them. They're going to protect the society. They're going to protect their, their culture. They're going to protect their systems. They're going to protect their companies. And then most of all, they're going to protect their influences and their people. You feel me? And so I said, how can people voicing their opinions on something? Going back to Brett Hall and Jeffrey Epstein. Excuse you know, me, Jesse. I apologize, Jesse. Yes, ma'am. I mean, not Jesse. Not Jesse. I apologize. The gentleman speaking. I apologize. You went out. Could you repeat that? I said, how can people voice their opinion? Like black people voicing their opinion, which is completely legal, have more consequences than actual criminal activity. Because it's Brett Hall and Jeffrey Epstein. You get what I'm saying? 
That that shows you right there that it has nothing to do with what they said. What it shows, what that shows you is that it has more to do with a lack of unity within a black community and a lack of power within a black community. That's what it's about because that's what dictates what's right and what's wrong. That's what dictates what matters and what doesn't matter because you got to have the power to do it. You can sit there, we can sit there and have these conversations until we turn blue in the face. If we don't have the power to push forward our solutions, what, what use does it do? What does it do? And that's why I agree 100% with what Kanye was saying about the whole thing, with the whole fiesta. If you watch the entirety thing, take everything into the until its entirety, you can eat the meat and spit all the bones. That man said a lot of truth. And it would be beneficial for us to do exactly what the dude said. You know what I'm saying? Create your own community. Make sure you spend money with black mechanics, black grocery stores. You know what I'm saying? Black, black you know what I'm saying? The whole nine. Make sure that, that, that black dollar keeps on circulating so that we have that financial power and that, and that, and that sense of community within our own community. And the last thing I'm going to say is uh, do you think they, you say, uh, oh yeah, you said that they lost money. You said, do you think that they lost money because they were wrong, uh, not intelligent, or do you think that it was just because of, you know, Black people lack power or unity. You know what I mean? Those are the things I wanted to ask. I mean, uh, you you kind of missed a couple of my points, bro, and I appreciate you listening, but you missed a couple of my points. The point that I made about why the white people, it's easier for them to be on code, it's easier for everybody else to be on code, is because we are literally the only race of people in this nation that is under attack. We are at war with. They divided us from the very beginning, but they still divide us. They divide men versus women. They make sure that they pay women more than they pay, our, pay men, so that we're bickering against each other. They uh, separate light skin versus dark skin. And so what I'm trying to say is when uh, we go to church, there's agents in the church. We go to the mosque, there's agents in the church. Uh, the, the Black Panther Party was destroyed by agents. Uh, the What's Nation of destroyed by agents. Every movement that we make, there are agents that come in and destroy that. So what I'm saying is we're the only ones in America like that. So if we are at war and people are agents and people are infiltrating us to sow mischief and show uh, and sow problems, then we do have to take a step back and say, hey, wait a minute, is this an agent or is 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 he or is he or she under an agent's um, uh, control or, or whatever? We have to think about that. We have to. But ultimately, though, I'm not understanding how we can be so pro Kanye West and be anti Candace Owens. That alone shows how messed up we are. We I'm all anti everybody. I'm willing to bet we all on here agree that Candace Owens ain't about shit, and we don't fuck with her too tough. But no. Kanye West, her and Kanye West have the Bro. same exact message at this point. And I'm happy that you said that, niggas, because you did say it was one time or one thing that you said. This is the same person that said that slavery was a choice. This is the same person that wore White Lives Matter shirt. This is true. This is the same person that, that said uh, George Floyd was uh, was killed by fentanyl, not, not the police officer. This is the same person that hugged up with uh, Donald Trump. So he keeps on doing it. It's not one thing. He just keeps on doing it. So at what point do we say he's just like Candace Owens? He's no different than Candace Owens. Tell me so, the difference between... Uh, hold, so, on, hold on. Tell me the difference between Candace Owens and Kanye West. I don't... I don't Difference between Candace Owens and Kanye West is they're male and female. My whole thing is, is Candace. I just look. Candace Owens went on a panel with Killer Mike, Ti, and somebody else. Candace Owens, for the first couple moments of when she spoke, she said literally, bro, 
He said the same exact things that Farrakhan had said, Dr. Umar had said. He said the same exact things, nothing different. You can right. go back and watch the interview now. And the right. only thing black people did was agree with him at the first point. Killer Mike had to come in and say, hey, he's saying the same exact things our black leaders said. Right. Because they were so mostly just against her that they wouldn't even hear what she was saying. And that's my point to where people had these problems with Kanye in his arms and stuff like that. It doesn't matter. What what about the things that they say that's right? You say, look, you say that uh he said that slavery was a toy. Slavery was a toy. Exactly. White people go go and tell you that you gotta go get enslaved. What what you gonna do? Are you you know what I'm saying? You have a choice on what you're gonna do. Do you have black people that ran away from the plantation? If you have black people that fought against the white people knowing they weren't gonna lose, they said they'd rather die than become slaves. You have black people that jumped off the ship, that means a choice. That is a fact. You cannot yeah. ignore it. Yeah, it may hurt your feelings. When I first heard it, it pissed me off. I was making all types of matters tonight. Claim, Chris. And honestly, yeah. honestly, that that was my mindset with that as well. Looking at it on, on a completely different side of it. Well, you will be a slave. Yeah. yeah. And then that's when an objective thinking come in, because objectively, that's right. They didn't like. I mean, the folks like they didn't. They didn't keep the people that was gonna rebel. They kept the people that wanted to stay slaves. That was afraid to die. It was just those few that that was that was like, all right, I ain't about to jump over because I I can't swim. But as soon as we touched down, I'm out this bitch. I would have been one of them. I can't be no slave. You couldn't do that shit to me now. What 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 did what did your man from uh from from uh, Black Panther say? What was his name? Jeremy and the sea. Bear me in the ocean so I can swim with the ancestors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, we got me in the ocean. We got some damn nerve. We got some nerve to tell our ancestors that they chose to be a damn slave when not one single one of us on this panel has given our life or shit. If you feel that way, why don't you give your life right now for what's going on? We're still oppressed today, aren't we? You cool with that? Do you choose to be oppressed today? So, so I think here. So what are you suggesting? We never was in that situation, brother. We were what? never in that situation. I would never fix my mouth to say somebody they they chose to be a slave. I said the same as I when today. Today, all we do is get on YouTube channels and talk shit and run our mouth. Not one single one of us has given our life for anything. If we really feel like this, then why don't we die for something right now? I mean, I still don't think that that negates the fact so, that somebody so, wants to look at it as, hey, it you negate, didn't have to does. do this. It kind of does. Hold on, hold on, y'all, one at a time, one at a time. It kind of does negate, and here's why I would say it kind of negates it. No, here's why I would say it kind of negates it. It's one of the few times that me and Poker agreed on a bunch of stuff because we don't we don't read on all these last podcasts we agree on, on on a whole lot. <laughs> so like, here's the thing. So he said something earlier that his statement that he just made proves. He said earlier he was talking about the fact that Kanye's not the dude who should have been saying whatever what the things that it was that he said. Sometimes who you are negates your ability to speak on certain topics, whether it's truth or not. 
because of who you are or what you do, it negates it. Kanye has had a history of idiocy, whether we, whether we feel like it's collective idiocy, individualized idiocy, he's had, he's had a history of outlandish behavior, outlandish statements. And, the, and though he is, and wait a second, bro, and though he is in the industry, though he's in the industry and understands about being in the industry, he is not one who has studied enough to be able to make certain kind of statements where people who are not in the industry can say, you know what, that makes a valid point. Here, here is how, here's how I'll prove it. Pope just, just said, not one of us have given our lives for anything. Not one of us know what our ancestors went through to be able to say with, with a certainty that slavery was a choice. I get the, I get the methodology and the, and the psychology of what you're talking about, niggas, but Pope is also right. We weren't in that situation. And so it's hard for us, it's easy for us on this side of freedom, or on this side of slavery, to say, oh, it was a choice, as opposed to what they were. We're not qualified. There's certain things that Kanye is not qualified to say, and because he's not qualified to say it, it doesn't negate his right to say it, but it negates the validity behind what he says. So whether or not what he said is true or not is irrelevant in terms of how the masses, including us, are going to receive it. The bigger issue, again, to me is, what are we going to do about this? So like uh, Polk was saying that, that uh, even in terms of, of, uh, of how, how whites deal with theirs and, and how, uh, as opposed to how we deal with ours, the reality of it is this. We as a people in general have never really had a lot of anything. So for us to do the crab in the barrel mentality, pull each other down when we do something stupid instead of, instead of rallying around, supporting and building back up, it's not something we're used to because we're next man up. They have had the oppressive, the oppressive systems and structures in this country have had wealth for multiplicity of generations. So they understand in order to keep it, we got to make our weakest even look strong. These, these are the same type of people who stood behind George W. Bush with his stupidity, stood behind Clinton, stood behind Reagan, stood behind George Bush Sr. They've stood behind a bunch of political idiots, a bunch of entertaining idiots, a bunch of people like Jeffrey Epstein and, and like Brett Favre who have committed real crimes and you hear nothing about brett Favre is a former quarterback hall of fame quarterback and espn did 60 seconds on him they did four days worth of a nigga having an affair that's the difference they know how to rally around and say okay but they understand and during, they understand uh, that their stuff is during the off season but close but enough. i mean still they, they 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 understand how how to rally around support our issue is that we don't know how to rally around support. I don't care whether Kanye was, was right or not. I really don't. What he said in general doesn't affect my life one way or the other. I woke up the next day the same way I woke up the day before he said, he said what he said. But in terms of whether or not I will rally, and I'm not a Kanye fan. I really want, I really want Kanye to shut up like I want uh, 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 Smith to shut up. I want them both to just shut up and leave me alone. But I will, I will support their right to say what to say. But I will also rally around when I see something, when I see how they're being done wrong. I believe in pull these Negroes to the to the back and say, look, we got to have a talk behind behind closed doors about what you're doing. But in public, bro, in public, I got your back. I may not agree with what you're doing, but I'm gonna get, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have your back. I don't like what LeBron said to Con, about about Kyrie because that's supposed to be your man's. Your statement should have been, yo. 
uh, he look, he's gonna say what he's gonna say. I support his right to say it. That's my dude. I'm not I'm not gonna get involved. And then behind the scenes, if he thought Kyrie said some some dumb stuff, pull him aside, like, yo, man, you gotta you gotta correct it, do do whatever, what whoop de whoop, and then take care of behind the scenes. We take care of too much of our own stuff in public quarters, which gives everyone else the right to criticize us publicly. That we get pissed off when everybody else criticizes us publicly. That's crazy. If we take care of our stuff behind closed doors that build up publicly, we'd be a whole lot better off. Yes, we need power. We absolutely need power. I've been saying that for years. We need power more than we need money. We had money on Black Wall Street. They blew us up. We need power. But we can't get power because power takes unity. And we don't have that right now. Not as a whole. We got pockets of unity. We ain't got unity as a whole. And why don't we have unity now? Because like you said, when you brought up Black Wall Street, you know, what we had then is we were, we weren't, you know, we were segregated. So we didn't have a choice but to be, you know, a somewhat or more so than not united. Now, since integration, you know what I mean, integration, you know, that all kind of went out the window. So, you know, which I believe was part of the, of the design. And it's like, hey, if, we're, if we are going to do this, if we're going to integrate, well, let's do the divide and conquer. Let's go ahead and, you know, throw that down, you know, you know, let's do that. So I think it's hard for That's us to, I think it's hard for us to unite now. And then a lot of people even have the fear of uniting again like that because some people just be like, well, you know, if we do it again, all they're going to do is blow it up again or find some kind of way to, to, to destroy it. But, um, I, but that's because we missed the point. They had money, not power. Black Wall Street was a bunch of folks, a bunch of black folks with a bunch of black businesses making a bunch of black money, but had no power. Power brings influence. Power writes policies. Power directs laws. Power puts police officers in, in, in positions. Power put, moves causes wars and, and, and says we're not going to fight them, we're going to go fight them. We had money. We had no power. We have always been seeking money because money brings stuff. They seek power because can, they understand can you, can when you power have, comes can, the money. Can you have power with no money? Yes, because eventually okay. power brings money. Okay. Eventually power brings money. Dr. King the voice, had no real money. He had backing, but he had no real money. But he had power. And they killed him for power. Malcolm X had power. I don't know if the scene in the movie with, with Denzel was true or not, but when he's when he got all the brothers standing in front of the police station, he goes, and they all shift and turn, and the police officer goes, that nigga got too much power. That's what they were afraid of. Too much power for one man. Yeah. And that was all done with his voice. It's going to be an issue. Go ahead. Go ahead, Miss Sweetie. It's gonna, it's gonna always be an yes. issue for us. One, we don't have black leaders. We don't have anyone to look up to. We don't have anyone to lead us. And then those that do step up, they always fall to the side. We don't, we don't have that. So we gonna, we have the right team now. Not saying team, but the youth, because these youth that we have now don't care whether they live or die. They with the shit. That's more or less to say. But we don't have the leaders. No one is knowledgeable. Now, my thing about having the leaders is, should should we go ahead? Should we just go ahead and have leaders? Because what we found when we do have leaders, and, and some people I listen to is that we shouldn't look to one, two, or three people to lead us because every single time we have that, they end up just killing them. 
so what a lot of people say is though we all have to be some kind of collective and not just look at a single person or two to lead us to a promised land negroes look like he gonna get me say something <laughs> no 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 I, look i i agree with you but i, I want to ask i want to ask answer what you were saying though you said that we don't have any leaders i, I agree 100 percent. and the thing is the reason why we don't have any leaders is because no leaders is ever good enough for black people black people need jesus down here to lead them <laughs> hey, you wouldn't even follow you Jesus. Can't you can't even have that because in the whole Kanye interview, they were talking about that. And then, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Everything will be a problem. I'm telling you, man. But look, and then when it comes down to it, man, you polished individuals, right, that we had, they've been the worst people for us a lot of times. Just as of recent, not in the 60s, when we had Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. You feel me? But, like, as far as Obama goes, Obama was the first black president. What did he do with black people? Nothing. We can actually see. You know what I'm saying? Nothing. 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 Anytime it came down to a plan specifically for black people, he felt as though he had no right to do it. And the only thing the black people would do is make excuses for it. He need he more. He need more than one term. In more than one term. Then you have Trump come out there lay out a plan, the first president to ever lay out a plan for black people that's going to actually give us billions. And they still don't vote him in the office. Bro, it's, it's like, I don't know. Because in there, let me tell you, let me, let me just, let me just say this why I like it, Trump. He spit a lot of jewels because he sat there and told the whole world basically that they were the insurgents that they wasn't have they didn't have any rights to this land, but that flew over everybody's head. Trump said a lot of crazy stuff. Trump said a lot of things. Trump was a straight shooter. You know what Trump could? You know he didn't. Polk, I didn't say you can tell Trump was telling the truth because there was a lot of white people that ain't like Trump. Yeah, that's for you sure. So you knew it was like okay, this dude like he just speaking his mind up. But what you see is what you. Biden says damn pandas. You see the way he was talking to the black caucus? You get what I'm saying? You see the way Biden got on. Biden got out here and told black people, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. That's insane to me. That's what he said. But the, 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 whole, the whole thing is insane. So, yeah, Trump, Trump spit a couple of jewels. But the, my issue with Trump was more so that he's not qualified. I don't care how much truth you can spit. I need you to be qualified to do the job that you serve. Whether we're talking about president, mechanic, uh, doctor, whatever, did Donald he did, because he didn't know? Did Donald Trump fail no. as a president? Did he fail? He, no, he didn't. No, here's, but here's why he didn't fail as president. He didn't fail as president for for the agenda that he had because he had the backing continually to do it. The problem with Obama is this. And yeah, he didn't do a whole lot for black folks. Hold on, he didn't do a whole lot for black folks. I'm not saying that. Obama never had the continual. No, no, he never, he never had the continual backing. Even in his first term, he never had the continual backing because the Democrats who wanted him in, only because they didn't want Hillary, didn't ha he did they didn't really back him with it. He had he had the control. The Democrats had the control of the House and the control of the Senate, and they still didn't let him. They still didn't pass most of the stuff that he wanted. When Trump got in office, didn't have control of the House and Senate. He still was able to do whatever he wanted to do because he had the backing. 
this is what I'm talking about when I talk about we 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 don't back out, we don't back our people, we don't back stuff. You were right when you said we quit the, the problem with us not, not us not being able to have a leader is because for black folk no leader is good enough and Jesus wouldn't even be good enough. It's just the truth. We 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 have become so so it has to be perfect and perfect for me, not perfect for everybody, but perfect for me. That no matter who we no matter who steps up, there's always something wrong. We could have had Jesse Jackson. He ain't perfect, but he was somebody. We could have had Al Sharpton. He ain't perfect, but he was somebody. Like, steps up. It's us first who tears them down because we don't want to take their flaws and cover their flaws and deal with their flaws in the background while we while we push them to the front in the front in the foreground. White folks and a lot of these other races and stuff. They do just that. They hide their their leaders and their 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 public figures. They hide their flaws as best they can and keep them to the back and deal with them in the background while pumping them up up front. Bill Cosby went to jail for the same thing that Harvey Weinstein did. Harvey Weinstein free. Bill Cosby had to go to jail for it. We jumped on Bill Cosby and left Harvey Weinstein alone while they kept Har- check. The Cosby Show was pulled off. Was pulled off. Of, pulled off of Netflix, off of Hulu, off of Amazon Prime. Just got back on Amazon Prime a little bit ago. Every Harvey Weinstein thing he's ever touched and his company's ever touched is still out there. Because they were like, "We're gonna deal with you in private and and keep pushing you to the front because we don't want anything taking your place. We will. We will. We're always next man up instead of the person up. Back them for what right, wrong, or indifferent, strength or not. Back them and and try to help them do whatever it is they're trying to do. As long as they're looking to serve the, the good of the full community. Yeah, and, and the other problem, the other problem is we don't have any common goals. That, that part. And Trump, the reason why Trump has so much done is because Trump didn't care what nobody said. Trump, Trump ain't care what his cabinet say. Trump ain't care what the people of the White House say. Trump ain't care what the Republicans say. Trump ain't care what the Democrats say. Trump only care what Trump say. Oh, you don't want to back me? Guess what? Ain't nobody doing it. Shut the government down. Oh, if it ain't working? Okay, I'm going to write some executive order. You can talk about me on the news all I want to. Oh, y'all want to do a press conference? School? Damn. Man, shut up. Sit down. You're an idiot. I don't want to talk to that. The next person. You're never coming back to You get what I'm saying? So what I want to do now is I I, I want to get our last words on 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 Kanye. Anybody got any last words for Kanye Poke? I know you you got something to say. Yeah. Um. So I just want to reiterate what I what I'm saying. Um. Two things can be true. Um. I do not like how he's being treated. I do not like the the fact that the brother is losing all his money. Um, I don't like um, that they are making him the poster child for anti-Semitism. But at the same time, I see the mistakes that he made. And they were many. They were many mistakes. And at the same time, I cannot differentiate Kanye West from Candace Owens. I cannot differentiate and I cannot forget that, that Kanye West continues over and over to do coonish things. He continues over and over to try to find a base outside of black people. He offends black people. He betrays black people. And now he's to a point where he needs to find a base for himself 
So he wants to rock with the Candace Owens crowd. Also, as far as teaching moments, this is something that I'm going to get with my sons and say, listen to me, if you become a millionaire, if you become a billionaire, don't you ever in your life lose everything you got over somebody that is worth nothing. Candace Owens is worth nothing. Candace Owens has nothing to lose. Candace Owens has no real talent. Candace Owens doesn't even have a movement. And Kanye West aligned himself with Candace Owens and lost $2 billion, $2 billion in two days. That's stupidity. If he was making a power move for black people, why didn't he align himself with Farrakhan? If he was, if this was for us, if this was for the cause, why didn't he align himself with somebody else that's more credible than Candace Owens? This right here was all about Kanye West. But at the same time, at the same exact time, I don't like how he's being treated. I don't like how he's being treated. But I got two sons. And I'm going, I'm going to bring my sons through and be like, look, man, this was the mistake that was made. You got a freedom of speech. You can speak on things. You can do what you want. But you better be on point. And Kanye wasn't on point. And really, that's all I got on that. But I'm hoping that we get to Kyrie because that's I support what, Kyrie. That's where we're going now. right now. That's where we want to go. So, you know, we just spent a little bit of time talking about. Hey, Marcus, you on mute, bro. Oh. My fault, my fault. Uh, Miss Tweedy, did you did you have a, a last word about Kanye? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I agree. I I just hate that the brother is in a position he he had some faults. I just hate that it was nobody at the top of the ladder that he could have reached out to that would have helped him. It's a shame that that man had to go all out the way he did. I, me, I'm different. I support him. I understand. Some people see the pain. I see the point. I'm glad he got he got rid of them sold contracts. Did he go about it the right way? Maybe not. But who's to say that our way that we wanted him to do it was right? I I just I don't know. I support the brother. I see what he's doing. I hope he opened up his black bank. Maybe it's the stepping stone. Maybe it'll cost him a lot, but it'll help the rest. Sometimes you got to put yourself out there to lose. But it didn't help a whole nation. I don't know. But I learned a lot from y'all. I learned to look at things from a different perspective, and I and I can appreciate the topic. And that's what this is about, Miss Tweedy. You know what I mean? Especially when I have things like this and I got people from from different parts of the country, you know what I mean, who think differently. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people here in Western like Pennsylvania here in Western Pennsylvania, they a lot of them think the same. Is that safe to say? Yeah, that's very safe to say. But you have to learn to be teachable. Most people of color aren't teachable. We respond to respond instead of responding to listen. That's why I didn't speak much. I listened. I, I, I took that all in because it taught me to look at things in a different perspective. So, so when we get off of here, I'm going back and look at the thing again because some things I judged wasn't the way you guys think. Uh -huh. Well. So it, it was a teachable moment for me. I can dig that. So what I want to do now is I want to go ahead and step into Kyrie. Because as we talked earlier, because I'm going in. <laughs> as we, you know, as we said a little earlier, that uh, Kanye pretty much got the ball rolling for why Kyrie is being mutilated in in the media and and everywhere else, and you know he's losing money. So for the people who don't know, and I don't know who you are, if you don't know, you clearly live under a rock, or you know you just are not in tune to what's going on with society right now. But Kanye 
uh, I'm sorry, not Kanye. Kyrie, Kyrie posted this. Hebrews, the Negroes, wake up black America. Now, I did not see the documentary. I heard it's a sequel. It's a sequel or the sequels to it. Um, but I didn't, I never even heard of this documentary until, uh, you know, they were talking about Kyrie posting it. So has anybody seen it? Parts of it, the whole thing, anything like that? You, you have seen, you seen it, Pope? Okay. So now again, when we, when we come to this, to the subject of Kyrie, I, I'm with Kyrie simply because all he did was share a link. He shared a link. He did not open his mouth. He did not tweet anything besides sharing a link. And again, I'm sure we've all heard, you know, you know, scrolling through our social media, watching YouTube and all of that. Everybody's hopping on kind uh, on, on Kyrie, but nobody's hopping on, 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 on Jeff Bezos or, or Amazon because that, that fucking DVD, or I'm sorry, that, that documentary is still up <laughs> right now. Right. Yeah. And we got Kyrie going through all of this bullshit. You know what I mean? Just because he shares something that a white company owns and, and, that, and that they put out. So I just want to get everybody's everybody's take on this. Miss Tweedy, I will probably save you for last. I, I, is that cool with you? Because I know you want to go in. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to listen. I'm okay. learning. I'm okay. listening. Fee, you, 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 you want to go? You want to start us off with this? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> shit, man. I, I agree. I agree with Con, I'm not Kyrie, but uh, Kyrie. I, I agree how he responded in his interview. Everything that he said was true and true to him. And he stayed he stayed true to himself. I didn't really pay attention much to his apology tour, but as far as like the interview that I seen with it, is like he was just he was sure in letting them know that he heard he heard the whistles from Kanye. He know he knows who he is as far as if you and I'm just speaking it objectively in the sense that he's he's obviously well versed in 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 religion because he, he reads and he I think he said he grew up uh I think he's actually uh, Muslim. He, uh, I believe that's what he was said. He said in one of his uh, in one of the uh, things I say, but uh, he he understands that in in the Bible how it says like in the twelve tribes like Ham, uh, Shem, and Japheth the and Genesis and all of that. <clears throat> he understands how how black people are are considered the God's chosen and he's acting accordingly. He's just going off of what he's read and the stuff that he's going off of and how he sees himself. So if he sees himself as that, and we're speaking on speaking in biblical terms. He can't be anti-Semitic. He can't 
he can't be racist towards Jew because he himself is a Jew. And if he understands that, he shouldn't be persecuted how he is because he's one of them. And that's where I think that was the that was the connection where I said on when I touched on it with uh with Kanye is like once once Kanye put us with them, once Kyrie put us with them, that set off that set off a that set off like a light bulb or like an alarm. They went into DevCon against black people. You know what I'm saying? They gotta stop that. As before the before that even comes up or before people even get a chance to look into it, they have to shut that down. Like the stuff with Brett Favre, it's always something that's a distraction <clears throat> that they throw in there when people start talking about people of, of certain stature. Brett Favre shit was going on and then boom, the uh Meku Daku to cheat on me alone. You know what I'm saying? That's the distraction for black people because that's what they need. They need to distract us. They need to have us looking that way while they're doing shit that way. If you if you get what I'm saying. And I don't I don't think Kyrie is the only one who heard that. I think he's the he's the first one to actually outside of Kanye, yeah, I think he's the first one to actually like walk away from it to at least try to do something more with it. I think that's why he retired. And then because for one, if he retired, he's not beholding it like they co code of conduct, no contracts or anything like that. So whatever he had to do to get out of that contract to say what he wants. I think that, yeah, more power to you, bro. You know what I'm saying? I I stand with him. Just like I stand with Kanye. Albeit some of his shit is outlandish, you know what I'm saying? But I take the truth in it and leave the rest, you know what I'm saying? Because that's all I worry about is the truth. And it don't seem like nothing but truth is coming from these two dudes. So that's where I stand with it. All right, anybody want to piggyback off of that? Go ahead, Jesse. So for me, uh, I don't agree or disagree with Kyrie. Because based off of the tweet, there's nothing to agree or disagree with. He tweeted it with no context. He tweeted it saying nothing. He didn't even say, go take a look at this movie. He just tweeted it. He tweeted it, really. There's nothing to agree or disagree with him on. Because in terms of just the tweet, now what he said during during the first round of his apology tour, and 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 how he how he referenced us and putting and putting us with them, it's a whole different thing. But his whole situation started off of a non a non contextual tweet. So the world got pissed off at him. The NBA got pissed off at him. Jews got pissed off at him, tweeting about a movie that he had nothing to do with, was involved in, didn't write nothing like that, don't have the platform to put it on. Didn't make any money. They got pissed, which is, and the movie didn't make no money from it, and, the, and it's making no money for retweeting it. And the movie's also based off a book. The documentary's based off of a book that, was, that has already been out. Had nothing to do with any of that. 
And so we upset because he tweeted? For real? This I so I for for that port for that leg of it, I have no no issue one way or the other. He just tweeted. For I'm pissed off more so because Kyrie did exactly what they asked him to do. And after doing what you what they asked him to do, that still wasn't good enough. No, no, go back and do it again. Now we got we got these five conditions you gotta you gotta live up to before we put you before we put you back on. Six. Nah, nah. I'm sorry, six yeah, six conditions before before we let you get up before we let you come back. So we're gonna suspend you for five games, maybe, because it may be more. And now we're gonna put these conditions on top of it, which is gonna guarantee it's more than six games. More than five games. All because you tweeted about a movie? A movie people disagree with. So what? I think it's a movie. It's a documentary. It is a it is a documentary where people where people are speaking about things they have studied on. Whether you agree with their studies or not, whether you agree with their experiences or not, this is their life. This is what they've studied or their life experience or whatever the case may be. All he did at the very most, he said at the very most to be the tweets that he found this interesting. At no point before any of this do we know he agreed with the movie or not. Is I found this interesting, so I'm here. Let me let me share what I found interesting. Isn't that what isn't that what social media the social media platform was originally built upon, Twitter and Facebook and back in the MySpace days and Black Planet days and all of them is built upon just putting who stuff you found interesting out, the music you found interesting out, the movies, the the artists or whatever, whatever you found interesting, you're supposed to be able to have access to the world and share it to the world. That's what I found interesting, and so now he does that. And we get pissed off and take all of this stuff from him just because he put some, he found something interesting. Nigga, please. If people un, if people knew half of the stuff I found interesting, you understand that that, that and I'm as a Christian pastor, they would cancel my black behind quicker than you could say my name. Nigga, like it's ridiculous. And, and and for people to people to rally behind us and be like, yeah, yeah, he needs to it's stupid. That's why I'm so pissed. I've, I've, I was never really a LeBron James fan before. Like I'm, I'm, I'm Michael Jordan all the way. I'm old, so it's MJ all the way, greatest of all time. So you can't get people. I don't let get. I don't get in that debate about him and LeBron. What I've always given LeBron is, off the court, he is norm. He has shown himself to be one of the best stand-up athletes for black rights and for the players. Almost. Arguably, almost since Jim Brown, at least the stuff I have known, until this moment, when he didn't stand with with his boy, off of this, I was like, "Yeah, you a sucker, man." There's no way in the world that your boy should be going through this, and you come out and publicly come uh, castigate him for a tweet about something he found interesting, something that LeBron probably never even took the time to watch. I can't comment on the movie too much because I didn't watch it. So I'm not qualified to talk about the context, even from a Christian perspective, as to whether or not it's offensive or not. But even if I found it offensive, it ain't Kyrie's fault. He didn't make the damn movie. And this is the last thing I'm going to say real quick. Something that I, I finally get the opportunity to say because it's, 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 it's kind of, I guess, in context with his movie. I've been trying to understand why Jews get to get offended about about black folks saying they're they're the original people and, and relating it to Hebrew. Last time, I've, I've always tried to figure out when Jew 
became a nationality or an ethnicity and stopped being a religion. They were all, uh, biblically, in the Old Testament, they were the children of Israel, and before that, they were Hebrew. Their religion, what they believed, what they, what they put their, 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 their confidence and their faith in was a religion called Judaism. Somehow, somewhere down the line, I don't know where, I'm ignorant, so I don't know, somewhere along the way, it stopped being Hebrew and Israelite and became Jew, and, they became, and it became all-encompassing. I don't understand that. From what I know with the documentary, it was, it was saying that black folks are the original Hebrew. We're the, we, we are the original people in that, in that regard. Well, history says that. Look at the region. If you believe in the Bible, whether you're talking about the Old Testament or, or, or some or different tests from, di from different other religions, most of them will, will have everything started in the African area. Nigga, that's us. So if they came from there or even if they came from the Middle East, nigga, that's still us. Yeah, but they don't want to hear that because you're going to you, you, you going to 95% of churches right now, maybe higher than that. What color is Jesus hanging up in that, in that church? You know what I'm saying? That's because they're trying to appease. But first of all, if you want to, if you want to take it from that from that standpoint, I promise I'll shut up after this because you brought, you brought the Jesus thing. In. If you want to take it from that standpoint in terms of Christian churches, that pisses me off because biblically in the New Testament, or actually part of the Old Testament and in the New Testament, we're not supposed to be hanging those types of images. We're not supposed to have images of anything in the celestials and the heavens. It's sinful to do so. So to have so to have these uh uh. Th these yeah. these pictures of Jesus and angels, whether he black, white, Indian, or whatever, in your church, you're not doing it according. You're not doing what the word says. The word, we're not supposed to be doing that type of stuff. I so you disqualified from having from being angry or not in terms of whether whether or not whether real people or not because you're not doing what the word says. Anything. That ain't um, Jesus. That's Boriega. They got hanging up there. <laughs> Caesar. Cesar Borgia. <laughs> but I mean, and, uh, and, uh, the, the blonde one is uh, Leonardo da Vinci's uh, uh, little boyfriend or something. Yeah. <laughs> but what what I see, Jesse, he had he had hit on the six the uh, the six items that Kanye, I'm sorry, that uh, Kyrie has to complete for him to get back uh, on the Nets team. We pull that out. Six hundred, six items, and five hundred thousand. So yeah, it says apologize, condemn the movie, five hundred thousand donation to anti hate causes, sensitive sensitivity training, anti Semitic training, meet with ADL Jewish Great. leaders, and meet with Joe side to demonstrate understanding. So those are the six <laughs> things that he has to do, uh, he has to complete uh, to get back on the Nets team. And I heard Shannon Sharp say today, which I agree with him. I feel like they are they're basically making this man grovel. They are taking away his dignity. They are just doing. This is you know, a new They're making form an example. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's buck breaking. That's exactly what was going it's on a here. New form of bucking. Yeah. So That's it's it. like, hey, if any of y'all other Negroes try this, this is what's going to happen to you. So I, I want anybody else, you know, go ahead and you know, sp you know, sp speak off of if you want to those six things, or how do you feel about those things that they want him to complete. Uh, for him to get back on the team, or do you think he retires? Go ahead, Pope. Uh, you know, <laughs> one of the most important things that's on that list is the five hundred thousand uh, dollars. To me, as far as I'm concerned, right? Because number one, he's already given that money to them, and they gave it back. Yeah, they 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 gave it back to him, or they they just declined. 
but this is this is what's interesting to me. What raised my antenna? Do you notice how like whenever we uh, cross their line, we gotta drop a bag on them? But did Riley Cooper drop a bag on us when he dropped the N word? Did any of these people that that dropped it? Did, did, did Paula Dean drop a bag on us? <laughs> what did these people do when, whenever they made the same mistake? Did we demand money from them? No. They could give us a half-hearted, I'm sorry. And that's all it is. You see what I'm saying? So whenever, but to me, that's very important because we get caught up in that. Fuck your apologies, man. You know what I mean? Throw the bag at us. Because I know that I know your bank account is going to feel that. You know what I mean? I don't need to know if your, your apology was sincere. Throw the bag at us. But uh, at this point, man, the, the harsher the, the, the consequences, the more real you know it has to be. And what Kanye posted was a great documentary, and the documentary is telling us who we are. And our number one problem, our brother Negan said, we would need Jesus to come down here to, 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 to be a leader to us. Because that's how sick and toxic we are, right? Why are we right. so sick and toxic? Because we don't know who we are. Doing correct. Why don't we know who we are? Because of them. Like I, I, I'm not gonna get into bashing ourselves. There's a reason why we are in this condition. But what Kyrie posted is our salvation. If we could just know who we are, people go to church every single day. You know, we we are the most devoted at going to church. If you really think about it, and don't none of us ever ever really realize that the Bible is about us. True and correct. It's about us. So. Once they realize the Bible is about us, that can explain why we get so much hate. That can explain why there's a whole war going against us. And before I land my plane, I would like to, if y'all don't mind, I would like to leave you with one scripture, right? Genesis 15, 13th verse. And he said unto Abram, know assuredly that thy seed shall be a stranger in a land that is not there and shall serve them. And they shall afflict them for 400 years. 400 years. That verse right there is the whole problem that they have with what Kyrie dropped. Because that verse right there, no other people on the face of the planet fits that description other than you. That's it. They can say, oh, the the Irish were slaves. Oh, they were slaves. Oh, the Egyptians were slaves. But guess what? None of them were in a strange land, which would mean a whole totally different continent. And none of them were in a strange land for 400 years. And also, what's the what's the very definition or the very basis of a Jew? They are Abraham's seed. Uh-huh. Genesis is saying that we are Abraham's seed. So there's, somebody is lying. <laughs> somebody is lying. I'll land my plane. <clears throat> Anybody else? Uh-uh. Miss Tweety, you 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 wanna you wanna chime in on that? Mm-mm, cause I <laughs> All right. Cause I'll go somewhere else with it. Mm-mm. Now now my question I'm is I'm just saying if you know who you are as a person, you would move as such. If more of our people know they were kings and queens, they would move as such. We wouldn't be in this predicament. Uh hey. That's hard because That's you know what I'm saying. I feel like <laughs> men was trying to transition from calling females bitches. 
They said, what's up, Queen? And they ain't even want to hear that. Uh, well, I, <laughs> I, truly, I don't want to be called a queen. I can dig it. I'm a goddess. It, I'm the one, the queen, to lead the castle to come talk to. I can feel you. <laughs> I, I, I hear you, too. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, I'm just saying it's like, it's like that, like, we're that toxic. You know what I'm saying? It's like, we can't, we can't, like, find a different way to approach you. Or, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and it be received. It just be seen as something that it's not. But that's like on a whole nother subject. But I was just saying that just because of what uh, she had said. But I agree with, I, I agree with Pope. But objectively speaking, it's like all of these, all of these stories is took from things in in uh, texts that are that predate a lot of modern religion. So it's like I know that I'm I'm from Africa, like as far as like my lineage is. Is in Africa. It starts there. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> but you I also know that. Sir? What'd you say? You are in Africa, sir. If you check the map out, it, it was flipped upside down. The problem with us as a people is we don't read, and they tell you, pain as day, if you want the niggas to know something, put it in a book because they will never read it. Mm-hmm. We just don't take the time to do the research to find out who we truly are, and we are our own demise. It has gotten so bad to it seems like everybody has a hidden agenda and there's no who is it to trust for real? Just asking. That's a good point. So uh I'm huge on go ahead. I'm I'm huge on identity. I, I teach that to, to the people that I lead. I that's huge on it because it is important. When you don't know who you are. You are susceptible to everything. I studied yes, slavery for a reason. Uh, when right before I taught a message on identity, and one of the first things that they did was remove their identity by taking their name. It was the, the scene in Roots, yes, whether true or not, is is powerfully impactful to what they did on purpose. They changed your name because whatever you put a definition to, or whatever you name, you get to control. You name, if you get a pet, what do you do? You name it. Why? Because you're its master. It has to listen to you. Whenever inventors invent something, they give it a name. Why? Because they want to say they're the one that controls it. Whenever you under, whenever something can give you an identity, it also exerts control all over you. And as long as we don't know who we are, individually and collectively, will always have, will always be controlled. The, our, our problem is the identity. The reason that we don't come together, the reason all, all those things that we've been talking about is because we don't know who we are. And we are, and, because, and what winds up happening is we have been trained. It's not a, I heard, I forget who said it, that, that said that it's because we're toxic. It's not that we're toxic. It's a toxic thinking, but it's not because we're toxic. We've been trained this way. And we've never broken our training. We've been trained for so long about all of this stuff. We've never broken it. So now, even when we have people who start to break out of that training and start to 
to come into knowledge of self and those type of things. And when you come to knowledge of self, you want everybody else to know who they are too. So when they start saying it, it becomes offensive to us because I don't know who I am. And I'm offended you think you know who you are. And more to the point, because I've been who I've been for all, for all this time, I've been this person. How dare you try to tell me who I am when I should know me better than anyone else? And the truth is you don't know who you are. You legitimately only know about yourself for the most part what everyone else has told you. I used to do this little, little, little game with kids back in the day, and I stopped doing it because I, I, I started to realize I'm probably traumatizing them more than I'm helping them. I used to ask them what their name was, and they would tell me their name. I said, how do you know that's your name? Because my mom and dad told me. How do you know that's your mom and dad? Because I've been with them all my life, so that don't mean that's your mom and dad. How do you know that while you were at whatever hospital you were at, somebody did just snatch you up and put you with another parent? Because it does happen. You believe this piece of paper that gives you a name and tells you a birth date, and you believe that. And I'm not saying anything's wrong with it, but you believe that, but never take the time to really investigate what any of that means. But this is how we do in life as a whole. We just believe whatever's been told to us as opposed to taking the time to really take a self-investigation of it, take the time to do the research, take the time to really take a, have some real experience with stuff to really find out who the hell am I. I'd rather let somebody else tell me who I am so that that way I, I, I'm not responsible for it or, or I can be controlled or whatever. My destiny is already set out for me. Now find out who you are. Your identity is the most important thing to you, and it should be the hardest thing for anyone to take away from you. But it winds up being easiest among black folk because we never get back. We've never gotten back our identity and we very rarely even fight for it. So. I'm shut up. No, you're on point. Go ahead, Negro. I know. That's what I'm saying. I know. I, I know my man niggas Trent got something to say. <laughs> Ain't got too much to say, man. I'm just going to say, uh. Kyrie's was on a quest for knowledge. Uh, you know, knowledge itself, like a lot of black people went on, they when they start trying to become more enlightened, you know. And uh they've been crucif crucifying him more so for that, more so than the uh, the documentary. You know. Uh, a thousand documentaries on YouTube that says it they can strike them all down, they control those companies, they don't. Uh, you know, it is what it is. And then I just think they're just on a on a tour of just digitally and financially eventually black people with the oh. assistance of black people. Right. Just like any other thing that's ever happened to black people. Black people always assisting and undermining black people. Weirdest thing in the world. And you know, we got a serious problem with that. And the reason why we have a serious problem with it is there's never any consequences. That's that's why we don't have any any uh loyalty or unity. You know what I'm saying? Because there's no rewards for unity. It's always, and anytime, anytime you try to unify black people, it's met with such resistance. You know what I'm saying? But when you go against black people, it seems as though it's rewarded. But black people don't have any consequences for the people who go against them. And they don't have any rewards for the people that stay, that stick with them and have loyalty. Got to get but them, think them butter biscuits. Exactly. It's crazy. You know? So, you know, I think that you know, that's a solution that we can apply on a small level and hope that it catch on. You know, at least give people their flowers for at least trying to do, you know, good for black people. Cause I, bro, we know you heard it for years that black, black people don't try to do anything for black people. You know, so 
That's all I got. Now, I also heard today, I can't remember where it is I heard it at, um, but they were saying that uh, Kyrie is way too popular to post something like this. You know, and basically with, with, with the, young, the young black men or the young black boys who look up to him or they like him, you know what I mean? Because they also uh, brought in his character, Uncle Drew, and how that character, you know, it's a character. Like a grandma ma type of type type of deal, you know what I'm saying? And I remember as a kid, you know, that was something that you kind of gravitated towards, you know what I mean? A character in basketball. So you know, that was all they were pretty much saying is, you know, he may be awakening, you know, a generation that you know us with kids or nieces and nephews may not have been able to reach the way that he would be able to by by tweeting this document, even just piquing the interest of what this may be, and and. They didn't want that. But I'm really also curious how much money's been made off of this documentary in the last, what, four or five days? It was the number one movie on Amazon. I promise you, I'm interested in watching it now. All from a tweet with no context. Anybody know if it's on more platform than than Kyrie did? You know? Yeah. It's just on on Amazon or they got it on like Prime? They got it on Kindle and everything because I did a sneak peek of the book. Book. I I was, you know, whipping through the book. They'll let you do that for free to get a little bit of it and see how what it's about. I read a couple of chapters. It's interesting. Now they say there's some I can't really remember exactly what it was, but they say there are some parts in there that would maybe have people kind of like, ah. You know, like some real hatred type yeah. shit. You know what I mean? In, in, yeah, it, in, the, in the John and they said that uh, Holocaust was a hoax. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like they gonna go down like six million Jews were were killed and they uh we burned in oven oh, and oh. they had to be putting this many. Bo- I mean, they break it down mathematically. So it was like. So is it kind of hard to? Everywhere. Is it kind of hard to debate the way they break it down? No, it can't be. It can't be more wild, yes. more wild than what I heard about like Hitler and the reason why he was doing what he was doing. Yeah, so, stuff like that. I ain't gonna speak for it, but like if you know, you know, it's one of them type of deals. You feel me? But <laughs> you know, what I'm saying it's like, <laughs> yeah, like. It, it kind of makes sense because historically and you know what I'm saying, it's just because I'm more of a fan of history than I am of religion. I don't do like organized religion. I'm more a fan of like history of like what's going on. Everybody want to storm Area 51. Why you want to go there? Storm the Vatican. Get them 80 miles of fucking uh, eight miles of texts and shit that they stole from Africa type shit. Like we, that, those are the type of places that we should be raised. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, everybody's history is up under there. You know what I'm saying? Like, why would why would you want to go like searching for aliens when if you pay attention in the sky, you will see something, I promise you. Fee, imagine doing what it is that you said and and discovering a history that completely is on the opposite end of what it is that we know to be history. Every oh. <laughs> every <laughs> Get ready. 
isn't that the case? Isn't that the case already with some stuff in history? That's a good point, Jesse. Like, like what, for example? Then Pope will get to you. Isn't that isn't that the way that? Because for years, growing up, we we were told that Columbus discovered America, uh, only to find out years later, no, we didn't. We were told for years, all kind history has always been lied about, and they'll be discovered. It's not going to be any different. It's 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 which is why I'm like so whether. Right. So that's why I'm like, so even if the documentary has the stuff in it about the Holocaust or being something different, whether it's right or not, nigga, y'all have done egregious stuff and lied about it for generations. So if this one movie has some has some stuff that ain't true, let's just assume for the sake of argument for a moment that the stuff that the, that the content of this documentary is a lie. It's one movie that y'all made popular because y'all pissed on Kyrie for tweeting about it. I had never heard about this movie, and, and I got Amazon Prime. I didn't hear about it until Kanye tweeted about this. Kyrie. I'm only interested in watching watching now because I want to see what all the what all the fuss is about concerning this documentary. Like, so you brought more eyes to something that you thought was a lie. For what? Meanwhile. <sighs> Half of the, half of American history is being taught in terms of a lie, and they're redirecting a whole bunch of stuff to make it a lie. They're taking the word slave out of out of textbooks and, and calling them all indentured servants. Indentured servants, yeah. <laughs> Shit, crazy. That's crazy. Go ahead, Pope. I think that a lot of it has to do with oh. freedom of speech. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I see you, Pope. I think it's deep. I, I feel I like a lot of it has to do with freedom of speech. I think that uh, one of the major reasons to answer Jesse's one of the major reasons why they brought so much attention to it is because they uh, pretty much know that we're still not going to watch it. One of the things about that, that documentary is it's over four hours long. Uh, you know black people need to watch that. Um, it's, <laughs> right, right now, it costs $40. You can't rent it. It costs $40. You know black people, that, that now that's too much to pay for, but we can spend $100 at the bar every night. But $40 go to food? Hell no. But the, the, the main thing is, it's not that good of a documentary. It, it, it's, it's, it's real grainy. It's, it's very boring. It's not that good of a documentary. So they know that we're not really going to fuck with this new stuff. The people that's going to fuck with it is the people that's already on here. Right? Uh, but this is the thing about it. I'm not new to this. Like, Kanye and um, Kyrie making this a big issue. I was talking to a friend of mine, and I had to I had to take a step back. I wasn't realizing that uh, to a lot of people, this is new news. You know, for me, as someone that follows Farrakhan, this isn't new news. So to me, I was like, big deal. But, um, you know, the Nation of Islam, they wrote a book, and it's called The, the Secret Relationship Between the Blacks and the Jews, okay? This book obviously was labeled as an anti-Semitic book. But the interesting thing about this book was it was all bookmarked by Jewish scholars. So what they did was they took everything that Jewish scholars said and put it into a book and it proves their involvement in the transatlantic slave trade right. and their horrible relationship yeah. with us. But they still labeled it anti-Semitic, even though this wasn't from them, it was from them. So the point that I'm trying to make is 
we got to get to a point where we got to understand why in the world would they be so upset about this? One thing that black people do not talk about, discuss, or have conversations about is how in the world, how in the world did a bunch of white people end up in one country in the Middle East and become the most wealthiest country in the Middle East? That is really some wild, bizarre shit. We all know that the Palestinians and the Israelis go to war, and it's never that's one war that we can never get it into. We know this, but we've never sat down and had an intelligent conversation about what the hell is that all about? And how is it that these white people are just right smack in the middle of the Middle East and everybody hates them, but they're the most wealthy? So, again, identity theft, man, that's the oldest crime in the world. They try to say prostitution is, but identity theft is the oldest crime in the world, my man. I'll land my plane. I think they uh, mad at Kyrie because he Kyrie has a platform with the youth because a lot of them follow him. And the book, regardless if it's boring or not, it opens your mind. Because you can't you can't sit there. I haven't seen the movie, but just from the aspect of reading the little paragraphs of the book, it 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 opens your mind to ask questions about self and about the Bible contradicting itself and how how it has plagiarized and then you're going to get into the holidays and all of that. It, it, it leaves, it leaves the door open for a lot of questions to be asked. See, so it's, it's, a, it's, 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 it's definitely a teaching mechanism. Go ahead. Who want to go? go questions that... Say that again. Go ahead, oh, Jesse. On, go ahead, Jesse. I was saying, a, a, a lot of those, at least for me, a lot of those are questions that in a lot of my circles anyway, have been asked since I was a kid, especially as it relates to the holidays. And if you really, I don't, I, I, I question, as a Christian, I question any Christian who has never had the thought, does the Bible contradict itself? I question any Christian who has never had, who has never had the thought, is God real? I question any Christian who has never had the thought, what is this Jesus thing really about? I question so the, so for the circles I've been in personally, none of those are questions that are that haven't been that haven't already been asked and continue to be asked. Some people find find an answer that suffices them. Some people have an experience that suffices them. Some people just go along to get along. But these aren't questions that are, are that should be new. These these are questions that in in a lot of circles that are already asked. Like again, this all. This book and this documentary was only brought to the public sphere in terms of the the globe, or at least the the national consciousness, because they said something to, to Kyrie about it. I don't follow Kyrie on on Twitter. I know nothing about him be about about even the tweet until ESPN ran it and ran a story about him being in trouble and hot water because of being labeled anti-Semitic. I know nothing about it. Most people I know didn't know nothing about it because they're not following Kyrie. Kyrie isn't even a major star anymore. He's a B star, barely. They're following LeBron. Yeah. They follow KD. Uh, like so, he so he has some impact. I'm not saying I'm not saying he'll have none. He has some, but not to a national a national audience. It was ESPN and Fox Sports that that and the NBA that blew this up that let everybody know. Oh. And now the conversations are starting again, but this is stuff that people have been asking. Y'all made they made this stuff a big deal. 
when it could have just been, oh, well, Kyrie said it. All right. Bye. And, and from what I understand, he tweeted it and later deleted it. Y'all niggas screenshotted it and made it an issue. Like, that that don't make no sense to me. So, like, these these are these are things that, that this one, that's why for me with Kyrie, Kyrie's a whole different animal than, than a Kanye or anybody else that people talked about. Kyrie's a different animal. Kyrie is is legitimately a victim of we really seem like we hate you and we're going to do whatever we want to you just to prove a point to you. But I guarantee you, had that been LeBron, they wouldn't have did that to him. Had that been KD, they probably wouldn't have did that to him. They picked, they picked a now B star and said, okay, we're going to make an example out of him. I think it's okay. also that Kyrie's had some issues, you know, you know, with the whole vaccine thing, you know what I mean? That, that was an issue with him not wanting to do that. that. Uh, you know, I don't even want to say the controversy is him saying that. Ask him legitimate questions about the vaccine. Yeah, uh, but I mean, he was asking. We know how we know how that went when you know people hey. was bucking against the vaccine. <laughs> At the end of the day, bro, it all goes. It all boils down to infringing on free speech every single time. Boom. The thing with COVID, right? COVID. People had questions. They don't want you to ask questions. Anybody who asks questions, which is, you know, has to do with your rights pertaining to free speech, what do they do? They try to cancel. Kyrie, Kyrie's trying to find himself, you know, historically or, you know, find his identity as a black man. You know what I'm saying? He just tweets out a picture. What they want him to do? They want him to control the way he speaks. They want to control exactly what he says and when he says it. You get what I'm saying? They want you to have a financial and a moral obligation, even if it's false. You get what I'm saying? To control the way that you speak, because they know they can't silence everybody. And so what they're going to try to do is focus on exactly what these people are saying. We need everybody to pair exactly what our agenda is. Anybody who gets out of line and tries to use free speech to benefit themselves or progress themselves intelligently, then they become an enemy of the state. That's what it has always been. You get what I'm saying? So it's like people trying to, people are looking at these things, I understand, trying to gain a perspective as to why they behave in this way. But I feel as though, like, uh, you ever read Behold the Pale Horse? Yes. Yeah. You read that book, man. They said that the plan that they got laid out for them is they're not just going to go and just kick everybody's doors down and take their guns. They're not about to just, you know, wake up one day and just take free speech away from you. What they're going to do is they're going to convince you. Give it to them because you feel like they're doing the right mm-hmm. thing. So when you look at the the way that the leftist people try to change, you know, certain realities and, and force people to believe certain things and force people to talk a certain way, you get what I'm saying? You see the way that they push to take away people's guns and try to frame narratives around like gun rights and things of that nature shows you that school you shootings can't do these things exactly. So look, they try to do these things beforehand without really like going after free speech so so aggressively and now they're going after uh, free speech really aggressive and I guarantee you it's gonna bring it, it's gonna force you right back around to the same exact thing that's pushing for before. They're gonna try to take away the gun. They're gonna try to uh feminize the boys, masculinize the women. You know what I'm saying? The, every single one of the agendas and uh is pushed it's all a part of a bigger plan. But they're not, to, they're not trying to they're not trying to take our legal fight fight tyranny. They're not trying to take our guns away when it comes to the black on black crime. You know what I'm saying? But when it comes to shooting up schools and all of that, is hey, we got to get these guns. 
but no, nah, they use that as an excuse too. Do they? I thought I thought yeah. they were just looking at it as hey, let them kill themselves off, and you know what I mean. We'll, we we will bring more guns to the hood. You know they had to the they ones, speed it up. The ones that's killing, the ones that's killing is them. They're going into schools killing their their kids. You understand? So Facts. they have to stop that because at the end of the day, it's like <laughs> I made a joke about it. I was like, I'm glad Kyrie or Kanye didn't uh, post that video of Yaku, the big head scientist. They were really been mad seeing them numbers. Oh God! <laughs> Six oh, generations, man. Y'all gotta come back. <laughs> Six generations, y'all gotta come back. It was old. And we had like number three right now. That's why it's all like this. That's why all of this is like happening. It's like those those type those types of things are actually true when you base it on numbers and things like that because it's. This, for the first time in 50 years, the white population has been on a decline. Things like down, I think it's like down like 15 percent or something. And and that's another reason why. I, that's another reason why they were going to make abortions illegal. You know what yeah, I'm saying? To to uh, you know to. Um, I can't remember. I just seen it. I just seen it. This uh, the the one lady uh Jane Elliott. She was talking about it. Um. August night. Yeah, uh, about, it was in that, that video about the parent, Planned Parenthood. Talking about the lady, the older white lady with the with the glasses. Yeah, and uh, that's Dane Ellis. Yeah, right. Yeah, man, just see, I, I was just watching. I cannot remember. What she said something, and I was like, "Man, I should text him." But uh, I know. But like I'm saying, the reason why the reason why I felt like my bad, but but yeah, the reason why I felt like um like when when they sent like that what was it, like eight hundred million to Ukraine, yeah, something like that, something like that. Because like I I feel like I feel like this, all of this money that they were given to Ukraine and like as soon as they gave it to Ukraine, Russia declared victory in Ukraine. They and it was like they like they took their money type. And it was like this is how this is how they're funneling money. Like this is how they're giving money to other countries without directly giving it to other countries because they need a fail safe plan. They need somewhere to retreat to because every because no matter how, how they like it, the world is getting dark. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it. The fact that their that their population is down is uh is proof of that. And Jane Elliott was saying, I can't remember who the dude was, but he was he was talking. He was like on the on the debate floor or something like that, and he was saying like. We need like we need more white babies. So the re the way that we do that is to take away the abortion rights so we can achieve that type shit. And I was like, that's crazy as hell. Because it, it started putting things in perspective, like they projected by twenty what, twenty thirty five, like 40. or twenty 
or 2050, like the kids, like everybody's going to look like the same complexion of my my kids, my oldest three. Like light skin complexion, like more so going into the darker shade of the spectrum. So it's like the white flight and, uh, and white replacement shit that Tucker Carlson was talking about last year all over the uh, news. Like they really believe that shit. So they're going to act accordingly. The replacers. They're going to do everything and everything they can to put in a place, put in a place thing so they can preserve themselves. Yeah. All the while trying to keep us from still knowing who we are as a people, which is why, like, we, we, we said numerous times that they're doing it, they're doing it to Kyrie. Because once he, once they put us in the room with them, and it's, and, uh, as far as like a people, that's when it became a problem because like they said, it wasn't a problem when it was like white lives matter or when slavery was a choice. It didn't matter, but let us, let, how dare you compare yourself to us and what we've gone through, but we've gone through what it said in your Bible and shit like that. So it's like, it's, a lot of it don't make sense. And a lot of it is starting to make sense to me. It's just, Oh no, it's a wild, wild occurrence, a wild time that we're living in right now. Go ahead, Pope. Yo, you you said go ahead. Yeah, 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 you good? Okay, cool. Um, no, but everything my brother was just saying, like, really goes back to my original my original statement when I said the KKK tells some truth, (laughs) which is, you know what I mean, like. We got to preserve our race. And guess what? I'm not mad at them for that. Like, why should anybody be mad at them for preserving their race? I want to preserve my race. They should want to preserve their race. I, I, I don't feel, I don't really don't see an issue with that one right there. But I, I got to get ready to go because 10 o'clock is getting late. All I want to say is I support Kyrie Irving in a different way than I support Kanye. I know I was hard on my brother Kanye West. But with Kyrie, I got his back a thousand percent. And one of the reasons I got his back a thousand percent is I pay attention to little tiny things. And Kyrie Irving is humble. He's humble and he he is willing to die for a cause. Not die um, literally, but we just got done talking about are you a slave uh, willingly? And I said, hey, why don't we go die for something? Kyrie Irving, at least right now in this moment, is willing to die. He's willing to give up his 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 riches and his fame for this cause. To me, that is so admirable, man. And I look at it like, you know, I got to back that one. When I look at Kanye, though, I think that he's dying for the cause because he's not getting the riches and the fame that he actually wants, even though he's a billionaire. And Kanye West is my <coughs> more than that. Now, the, the the bottom line though is this: they're both our brothers. I'm never gonna get online. I'm never gonna get on my, my social media and trash them. That's the reason I came on today, so I could talk to talk about it amongst us. But uh, I'm not I'm not gonna get on online and just trash the brother because he's still our brother. But the fact of the matter is, he keeps he, he aligned himself with Candace Owens. Keeps cooning. He keeps doing things that, that that looks like he's against us. I mean, if you do something that, that 
make you look like you're against me, I'm gonna take you. I'm gonna take your word for it. I'm not gonna give you the benefit of the doubt. You're against me. It's just the way it goes. So yeah, I fuck with uh, uh, Kyrie, Kanye, man. I, I I don't know about that, man. But it was a good discussion, man. Everybody made great points, man. My brother niggas, I know we went at it and everything, man. But bro, you you, you got through to me. Trust me, you got through to me, and I I think I got your point. And your your overall point is let's stick together. Let's be on code. Brother has some great points. He said he, he exposed some some truths about our enemies. I get it, bro. I get it. So before we go ahead and I get up, before we go ahead and get up out of here, I want to know from you guys: Do you feel like Kanye sticks? I'm sorry, Kyrie sticks to his guns, or does he complete the list of the six things that I hope so to 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 get him back into the league, or does he retire? Is he, is he finished? I, I hope he sticks to his guns. I hope he sticks to his guns. Not regardless as to whether or not Jeez. one agrees with him or not. I hope he sticks to his guns because it sends a message that needs to be sent that at this at this time we will not just allow you to make us say or do whatever the hell you want to make us say or do we're going to take a stand and if Kyrie can take that stand with his riches then a whole lot of us should be able to start taking some stands on some stuff so I really hope he sticks to his guns I hope he tells the NBA to go screw themselves and, and doesn't do nothing that they tell him to do. I, I really do. I, I hope that's the case. I don't think that's going to be the case. I really hope that's the case. I've been. I don't think like everybody else. Well, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's like, like everybody else. I, like, on the outside of the fact that I, I like, I, I still, I still agree with Kanye. I'm not. I'm not against him and what he like because I understand and I emphasize this on a on a couple fronts that just from his explanation in that uh in that uh Drake Tramps interview. Kyrie, oh my phone died. <laughs> well, I guess we lost fee for tonight. But uh, my man, Mr. Trent, how you how you feel? He's gonna do it. Yeah, I don't, I don't think uh, Kyrie needs. What do you call it? You don't think he gonna the fall? They want him to. No, I don't think he is because uh, you can see the change in the uh, ESPN athletes and stuff like that. Now, people, more people are starting to speak up. You get what I'm saying? And now people are starting to change their tune. You get what I'm talking about now. Starting to get more. You go read the comment section. Say any of these segments that they're doing on ESPN, Shade Room, anywhere. ESPN and the commissioners of Brooklyn and all the rest of that, they get cooked. They get smoked in the comments. They have no support. That's why you see so many of these ESPN people backfilling that. Shannon Sharp, Stephen A. Smith. You get what I'm talking about. I can't remember the black woman name. She was one of the first people to uh, say something. I don't like that. But, uh, Got Nick Cannon speaking up. You got a lot of people speaking up now, man. You get what I'm saying? So I think that he's gonna get a lot more support and then they're gonna have to Yeah, because I, I I don't know if you said it or maybe I missed it because they're talking about the uh the players union. They're feeling like this is a bit much for him to have to do. You know I mean for just for him to play again. Yeah. Yeah. So Miss Tweet, are you still there? I'm still here. 
You got any last words for us? I know. I just, I, I hope he sticks to his guns. I, I think he, his manhood is tested. Right. I think he's going to stick to his guns. Now, my last question. I don't think they're going to win this one. My last question before we get out of here for good is, if he does not stick to his guns, how do y'all feel? I would be a bit disappointed. I'd be a bit disappointed that he didn't, but I don't know the consequences he's facing. Okay. So everybody still supports him regardless of what he does. Go ahead, Pope. Yes. Yeah, I would. So so you, you remember how passionate I was about not saying slavery was a choice? Feel the same exact way about Kyrie, man. I'm not in that position, man. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a millionaire. Mm-hmm. And, and, and there's there's another thing about being a millionaire athlete. People are dependent on you, man. He has a payroll. He got employees. He got people that are mm-hmm. dependent on him making that money, man. So I would be disappointed, but I'm not in a position to judge him like that. You know what I mean? Because right. I, know, I know that the brother really put up the fight. He put up the fight for the vaccine. I know I know what he's about. I know what he's about. Now there's some people they do some fucking shit and it's like, nah, you fucking fucker. Because you never did nothing solid. <laughs> but Kyrie Irving, he's done some solid ass shit. He's he has stood on his on his on his pivot for a long time. So I don't know. I wouldn't even be I won't even be disappointed. But you got to you got to understand I won't who even be we used up it. against. I would be disappointed only to the fact that they'll use his family against him. It, his money mo- affects more than just himself. Just like you said, he has people up under him and everything. Will it cost them their livelihoods? And they're not as wealthy as he is? Yeah. It's a lot to come into play, so we don't know, we don't know what cho- choices he has to choose from. There's got to be a lot of pressure on a young man. You know what I mean? Again, so, you know, I, I wouldn't choice, be disappointed. Though. He does have I a choice. Disappointed because historically, he has a choice, but historically, All choice. It, him, you if he it. caves, if he caves, it's it's what has always already been done. So I wouldn't be disappointed in that. I would just always. hope that the next time always. around, somebody who, who has, who doesn't feel they have a whole lot to lose can can then stand ten toes down like uh, yeah because we don't know what all he's facing we don't know all who is depending on him i get and that's exactly what the what they're counting on they're counting on you know you got people depending on you you're the cash cow and if you can't cash in not just right. you were out but other families are out they're right. counting on that so if he takes that in consideration i wouldn't be disappointed i would just be like okay well who's up next who can who we have up next that will stand and be like okay it's uh, whatever i have to lose i have to lose and and that's an individual choice you know what i mean we make those individual choices in our in our own small way every day ourselves what do i have to lose what's worth fighting for what's not so i can't begrudge that man if he feels like you know what i fought long enough it's time to give up it's time to just go ahead and and do what they asking me to do collect this check make this money back and get in back on track my career back on track or whatever can't fault him for that now now i understand i'm it's sorry not like, not like he's betraying us by saying oh well you know what but you're fine so go ahead 
Now I understand niggas because now he's in a position. Good, you found good. He's of being a slave or being free. Now I understand that to the aspect of now because it's a choice now. Yeah. Am I going to be a slave to these people and stay up under their contract or am I going to be free and be a, a man with what I have? Hey, Tweety, I'm so happy that That's you exactly But I'll be then saying he's not a man if he doesn't stand? It's funny, it's funny how me? we can say slavery is a choice, but we can't connect to God. Today, in today's world, this ain't, this ain't a life and death situation. We hope. But we no, hope. it's not. But we, we hope. All understand. That's, we that's all understand. more understand. point, though. But we all understand if you choose this, hey, hey. we man. As a grown man, Wait, somebody is ready to children. Raping your wife, you're an able-bodied man. You choose to sit there and just follow in the sadness of it rather than be willing to sacrifice. I have a quote, bro, that I, that I live by. You're not a man unless you know what you're willing to kill for, what you're willing to die for. Once you know what those things are, then you are a man. But until then, you don't. Know, you get what I'm saying? See, the uh 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 uh, Malcolm X, Fred Hampton, MLK, Mega Evans, they knew they was going to die. That's why they get the respect that they, they got. Harriet Tubman, if they didn't have a choice, there would be no Harriet Tubman. You know what I'm saying? They had a choice. Everybody but, had but a he, choice. He, I'm not saying it's not hard. I'm not trying to undermine the, the fight that all people went through. I know that. Crazy. You know what I'm saying? But, it's, but, it's but that becomes a difference. In the context, in the context of saying that you recognize it was hard, that becomes a difference because that's something that that it wasn't that didn't come across that Kanye was saying. But even in the same te- even in the same context, so here's the thing. So yes, as a man, you have to be willing. You have to know what you're willing to die for, what you're willing to kill for. Yes, same time when you have people who are who are counting on you, you die. Who's gonna look out for them now? You die. You get up. You get pulled off the scene. Who's protecting them now? I the, the 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 mentality may have been, I have a better shot of protecting them to some degree, better alive and conforming, than I do dead and I can't do anything about it. And I'm not saying either choice is right or wrong. I'm just saying I understand the mentality of both, where one says, "I'll kill you over it," while the other one says, "If I die, who's gonna protect my family now?" Who's going to protect the people I care about now? That's why for for Kyrie, whether he sticks to his guns or not, I don't I have no beef with because if he's if his money's gone and if he can't make and he can't provide for his family, he can't provide for the people who are on his payroll. Who going to do it? So it's 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 balancing. It's not just balancing what you're willing to die for and what you're willing to for. It's also balancing what what becomes the greater damage. Is it a greater damage for me to for me to die for this cause, or is it a greater damage for me to stand for this cause, which is going to cause the greater damage for me to do? You put in a certain predicament, you gotta be willing to die in order to live. You gotta be willing to kill in order. But that's all. But that's all person's perspective. The 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 willing to die or live is a person's perspective. We are taking the we're taking a perspective that's from our experience and that's from our mentality our background we're not that man we don't know his background his experiences and what he's dealing with 
so for so for any one of us to say that the this isn't something that he should have that, that he should bet that's not that's not rationalized emotionally that's rationalized a perspective that's that's doing logical perspective i don't have that man's pressure i don't have that man's perspective i don't have his background his education his experience i don't have none of that so i have no right or authority to say to him yo you need to do one thing or the other all i can say is brother i'm gonna try to support you the best way i can because niggas was thinking like that say again Listen, I don't, I don't know what. I, my, my, that's but my entire point is. No, I'm saying my entire point is I don't know what they were thinking. No, my entire point is I don't know what they were thinking, but I can't judge them for whatever decisions they made because I wasn't there. I don't know what they faced. I, all I know, all I know is what all I know is what history has taught about slavery. All I know is what movies have said about slavery. All I know is about the research that I've done about slavery, but it doesn't compare to actually being there. So I can't, I can't judge them one way or the other for it, for for a like choice this. that they felt they I'm made like, for the benefit the of, of whatever they were like trying to do. Wasn't the reason why we got about it. Well, it wasn't I, until I, those white people started dying and those people start standing up, fighting with the color war. You know what I'm saying? Burning down them plantations, escaping to the north. You know what I'm saying? Side with the people that's politically against. Them. Those are the people that took risks. I was willing to die. Is the reason why you get to, get to have the opportunity to say what you say now. Yes, it's, it's it absolutely is. But I, but I, but I, but at the same, at the same time, I appreciate them. At the same time, I appreciate those people who took the risks, who died for, who fought for. At the same time, I took, I appreciate them. I refuse to to degrade and to minimize the I people who didn't them. because they were making a choice too. Because here's what they did. The every everybody in in that time frame, just as we do now, we make the best decision we feel like we have for ourselves and the people connected to us. Them Negroes who were th- who were, who were in slavery, who ran, who fought, and who do all those things, they weren't necessarily doing it for everybody all throughout for all black folks all throughout history. They were doing the best decision that they had for them and the people connected to them and for what they felt passionate about, like we do today. I I can't make I can't be upset at someone's decision that doesn't cause harm to for what the, for what they feel is best if Kyrie does it as he sticks to his guns or he doesn't this man is doing whatever he feels is best for his family and his situation i can't begrudge him of that if he don't want to die on this hill brother you ain't got to die on this hill do what's best for your family because a live Kyrie making money may be able to have a greater impact doing some other things than ever standing on this hill but if he stands on this hill and allows them to take all his money, then congratulations, brother. I support you, too, because maybe you felt like dying on this hill will spark some other people to cause a movement, too. We, we do way too much of this, uh, of this superficial judging of people's motives and thought processes in situations there's no way we can understand. Go ahead, Poke. I'm sorry. Go ahead. And, and after Poke, man, we're going to go ahead and get up out of here. Go ahead, Poke. Yeah, real quick. When you when you try to when you try to make sense out of Kanye's words, I'm just saying Kanye's words. When you try to justify it, you sound a little you sound a little more silly yourself. And the reason I say that is, if you feel that way, if only you you're not a man until you find something you'll die for, or something you'll kill for. If you feel that way, then why the hell we ain't dying and why we ain't killing? I mean, George Zimmerman that killed a 15-year-old kid. Ain't nobody killed him. He's still living out there. 
all five of us are out here. We ain't dying and we ain't killing nothing. So we, I don't understand how we can say these silly ass things. We're living under oppression as we live. We're an oppressed people as we is. We just sat here, spent about three hours talking about our oppression. We ain't dying and we ain't killing nothing. So, so let's just stop it with that, man. You know what I mean? Hello, hello, foolishness, man. Hold we, ain't, one, we ain't killing nothing. One, you don't know who killed. You don't know who killing, and you know what I'm saying. You don't know who living on it. You don't it's know nothing. Bad. It's my bad. first time talking. Who, who killed you know what I'm talking about? Oh, hey, hey, you don't know my background. You know what I'm talking about? I'm talking about George Zimmerman. Go down that road. I'm talking about George Zimmerman. What you trying to do now? You trying to like pull cars, man? I'm not really feeling that. You are gonna get a different side. No, no, he ain't pull. He ain't pull. He ain't pulling cars. He's talking as a whole. I ain't talking to you, I'm talking to folks. You get what I'm saying? Second of all. But I said this is true. Well, that's, that's, it doesn't matter what somebody did or what you think somebody would do. If somebody's in a predicament where every day they go to hell, going through hell, they raping your kids, they raping your wife, they make you eat slop. How is that not something to talk for? Like, this is crazy, man. They it don't matter when you, ain't, you ain't never lived in that, in that predicament or not. That, that should not even matter, huh? We should be able to come together as be able to say, sit down and say, you know what? The best strategy will be everybody as a group fight back. White people don't only that don't even cross their mind. They already know this. They going straight to war. Niggas going to sit around and say, you know what? Maybe it's not the best for us, man. Nigga, you ain't going to kill that. Like, what, what are you talking about, bro? Why we ain't killing niggas is different because when once you control the mind, you control the body. Back then, they controlled the mind. Facts, facts. That's what that's what bucking and breaking was all about. That's what stripping now, of the identity was all about. Now, they took now, fighters and made slavery, them pass. Yes, it was a choice because they set them free, and most slaves didn't want to leave. That was a choice. That what Harry say. She said, "Hey, a lot more people would have been free if only they had known they were free." Boy, is it right? right? You control the mind, the body gonna follow. Yeah. Well, y'all, I greatly appreciate everybody for joining us today. This is a good show. Uh, my man, Mr. Trent, you got to come back, man. You definitely got to come back. I know you called into a show, you know, that I did earlier in the year, you know what I mean? And that was cool. Miss Tweety, uh, this was a pleasure. This was definitely was a pleasure, Miss Tweety. Y'all. I'm glad you joined us. You know what I mean? Because I had, actually this is from a post that you had made uh, last week about you know this is something that we need to talk about. So I was like, you know, let me go ahead. And again, I wanted to wait. I didn't want to jump on it right away. I wanted to wait till some things played out. But uh, you know, you were kind of the inspiration behind me getting this group together. You know, to have this discussion. Poke, you know, it's always a good time. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure I will be talking to you uh, within the next few days. You know what I mean? Uh, Jesse, before I get out of here real quick, man, you know how we do. I just want to, you know, go over again. Jesse, you have your own podcast, uh, the Real Real Talk Podcast. Uh, if you want to let, you know, my listeners, you know, where they can find you, where they, you know, where they can catch your podcast at. If you want to do any social media, you can do that as well. For sure, for sure. So the Real Talk Podcast, we do it, generally we do it bi-monthly, uh, so twice a month. Um, you can catch us on Anchor, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, Amazon, 
and a bunch of other uh, smaller podcast platforms most folk ain't never heard of. But we on, we on the big ones. I'm trying to get us on iHeart, too. Uh, we also have a YouTube channel now, and you can go to uh, youtube.com backslash at Real Talk HPM. Uh, we're trying, I'm trying to get some things together. We're actually getting ready to uh, just talk with my co-hosts. My co-hosts are typically uh, Pastor Jay Jordan and uh, Pastor J.C. Wallace. We'll get ready to make some changes on, on, on how we're doing some format and come the beginning of the year. Expand our topics, not to deal with church stuff because church stuff is getting on my nerves. I want to start dealing with some stuff that affects the, the, the culture as a whole, not just church stuff. So we're going we're gonna to deal with some financing and, and all kinds of people in general just need to know. So we, we expand our platform. We're trying to get we trying to get real in here. And then we're going to start doing some interviews as well. So Mark, you and I have been talking. I got to get you on there. Especially hey, you and JC. You and J. I would love to hear you and JC the, go the back. The interviews is where it be at, man. Fun. Me, when I do them interviews, that that's that's yes, that's sir. what I really like to do. I really enjoy doing the interviews, man. That that that's good shit. But um, uh, Pope again. I know you got. You know, you said you about to have some more content. Everybody hate, hates Pope. You know, I know you had a YouTube channel, and I know before you told me you had some technical difficulties with some things, so it kind of had to slow down a little bit. But it's good to hear that you about to pick it back up, man. Because again, like I said earlier, uh, you were the first show that I was invited on as far as you know podcasting is concerned, and uh. It just kind of got me going a little bit as well. So there's a lot of people, you know, when I'm doing podcasts and I had an influence on what it is that I'm doing and what it is that I'm trying to do. Poke, you know what I'm saying? I throw you in that category. The people who, you know, had an a, a influence on what it is that I'm trying to do as well. So again, y'all, I want to appreciate y'all for, for for being on Correct Me If I'm Wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm a little disappointed my co-host couldn't be here. I know she had some things going on, uh, so she couldn't make it. Uh, shout out to Candoria Lier, though. Uh, you know, hopefully we can get her back on the next show. But um, again, y'all, I definitely appreciate it. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um, don't forget to smile, y'all. It's a good look. Y'all hit me on Facebook. I dialogue <laughs> a lot. She do. It, she does for sure. She does for sure. We'll do, we'll do. Yeah. And if y'all don't know her name, what we'll your do. name on 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 Facebook? Facebook is Javon Jackson Bay. And if you are, everybody on here follows me for the most part, so I'm sure you may see her interacting with some of my stuff. You know, so if y'all want to go to my friends, listen and look her up, go ahead and uh, send her a request. It's, she has very interesting content as well. <laughs> but again, y'all appreciate it again. Don't forget to smile. It's a good look. That's that.